You know, as a guy who took Spanish for three years, I didn't retain much of any of it. <laughs> I have to, and three years is a long time, especially when you're a child, and that's when you learn the most things really well. But I didn't retain a lot. It's hard just learning it in school or through textbooks. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. It's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. They are a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. You can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. I started Rosetta Stone, and my Spanish skills have definitely improved. I can now say muchas gracias. It's really a better way of learning a language. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Comedy Bang Bang listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off, visit rosettastone.com slash comedy. That's rosettastone.com slash comedy. Happy holidays to you and yours, love grandma. Welcome to Comedy <laughs> Bang Bang. <laughs> That's a good catchphrase. <laughs> Thanks to Steve H for that. Steve, I bet it's Steve Heno. Is that maybe? No, I'm sure know. it is. <laughs> why wouldn't it be? <laughs> I don't Just know. Just guessing at people's last names? I bet it is. I don't know. Why, I bet why, it is. Why wouldn't it? Oh, <laughs> welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. Uh, Scott Aukerman here. Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. And I have, of I'm course. I'm crying. I saw a murder. <laughs> Why do you say ho, ho, ho? No, I'm crying. Santa does sneak down our chimneys. I would imagine, how many murders do you think Santa has seen over oh, the I hundreds of years that never, he's done this? It never occurred to me. That of course he's there's got it, there it just to stands be. to reason he has to have seen quite a few people taking shits. <sighs> what does he? Do? Well, in their living room, <laughs> he's well, I'm sure people down are, the chimney. You take a shit with your with your bathroom door open sometimes, don't you? No, you never have. No. Well, if you're alone at at the house, a why gentleman close? never tells. <laughs> um. So I'm sure he's seen. That's a weird floor plan, though. <laughs> there's. There's your ch- there's your chimney, your fireplace, and then directly directly across. There's a direct line to your open bathroom. I'm sure, there's some dude taking and the a- toilet facing yeah. the door. He's taking a shit. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, or the sudden, look, a who sudden. Cares? No, it's all of a sudden. Well, what's it mean? Who cares? It's not like couldn't care less. Ah, good point. Why have language? <laughs> no, but it, it's made up. Blah blah blue, blue. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, I know you're a stickler it's, for that, but that particular one, that particular one is here's, made up. Here's why I'm a stickler. It doesn't offend me that you say it incorrectly. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned for you sounding stupid. I have ever since it was brought to my attention that it was incorrect. And mm-hmm. by the way, my parents say it, which is why I say oh, it. Oh, I know. Apple um, didn't fall far from the tree. My parents were simple country folk. Yeah. Um, but ever since it was brought to my attention, I have to say 90% of the people say it the way I say it. 
I hear it all the time. Can I say you're the only person I know who says it that way? I hear it all the time. I bet you do. I'm attuned to it now. I bet you do. Who cares anyway? But uh, suddenly I'm trying- grow. <laughs> Gling glang? <laughs> suddenly someone's taking a shit. Suddenly Santa- <laughs> Oh comes, yeah, let's get back to this for sure. Santa comes down the <laughs> chimney and, he, and the guy on the toilet, bare ass naked, probably goes, whoopsie. And then he's got to let one go. Ploop. Splash. And there's Santa just staring him in the eyes. How many times must that have happened? You don't think Santa looks away? You don't think he goes, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) How many bicycles has he seen being put together by an angry dad going, God damn it, how do you put this thing together? Why wouldn't? (laughs) So in this reality, Santa is real, but the dad still has to buy and assemble the bike. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Santa's in charge. Oh, he just oversees. Put that together. <laughs> Why don't you get the instructions out? <laughs> um, and how many murders has he seen? Countless. Countless, because the uh, holidays are a very electrically charged atmosphere. That's right. A lot of emotions. You know, that's why there's so many suicides. Christmas, I think, is the biggest murder day. <laughs> well, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, Christmas yeah, Eve, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think, well, between the hours of 10 p.m. Christmas Eve mm-hmm. and 4 a.m., Christmas, Christmas Day, Day, there are more murders per capita than so, any day. So last night, a ton of murders. Yeah, so hope you didn't wake up dead. We're lucky to be alive. We are. Pew! Pew! By the way, I'm shooting a gun at you. Pew! Oh, pew. I thought you were trying to communicate. <laughs> no, I'm trying a, to murder a language you. that doesn't matter. Pew! Pew! Hey, come on, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Scott Ackerman here. I'm here with Paul F. Tompkins. Hello, I'm also here. Uh, my guest of honor over the next, uh, <laughs> over all these four best of episodes. And we're counting down your top 15 episodes of the year, the ones that you voted on. These are your favorites. And on this episode, we're going to count down 11 through 8. Mm. 11 through 8. The golden mean, as they used to call it. Mm. Really? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, you know, it's like uh, <laughs> if you have. If you go from 11 and mm-hmm. then you count backwards to 8, you stop there. Uh-huh. That's the golden mean. The golden mean. So uh, we, over the next three episodes. It's from Harry Potter. This Oh, certainly. <laughs> Harry Potter days. Um, it's from Harry Potter days. <laughs> over the next three episodes, we're going to be counting down a baker's dozen of your favorite episodes of 2014 of Comedy Bang Bang. And I cannot wait to tell you what you have in store, what you're going to listen to. I don't know. I'm going to wait, though. Um, Paul, we had a great time listening to our last episodes to catch people up. Wait, uh, Jared and Scott. 15 was Little Button Puss. Uh, 14 was their twins, Jonah, with, of course, Victor and Tiny. Number 13 was Live from Riot LA with J.W. Stillwater. And number 12 was the Calvin's twins with uh, Taryn Killam and Paul Britton. Here's what people don't realize, that mm-hmm. you and I, in, in advance of these best of episodes – we get together and we spend a weekend and we listen to all of the episodes. All 60 of the or year. so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and we then, don't we don't sleep. We don't take any breaks. Nope. We don't take shits. Just power through. Don't take shits. Just all Red Bull. Just power through it. And uh, we throw out all of your votes and we just vote on these ourselves. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We do look at your votes. We find them interesting. <laughs> and we, well, we But in the <laughs> end, I mean, who would know better than you and I? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we're, uh, let's get into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, let's hear what our first, uh, episode is. This is of course, episode 11. Number one, one. Episode 11. We're, we're just bubbling under the top 10 here with yes. this episode. It's exciting. And, uh, we, uh, we had a, uh, a newcomer to the show 
this year named uh, a very funny comedian, comedian, uh, mm. named Claudio Doherty. And uh, she yes. is someone whose work I saw online and mm-hmm. uh, a couple people actually, interestingly enough, brought her to my attention within two days of each other. Two people told me about her and said, mm. hey, you ought to have her on the show. Mm. Uh, I looked her up online and I loved her stuff. And so she's made quite a mark on the episodes this year. Um, she was hilarious. She fit in right away. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this is a episode. <laughs> Thank you so much. As we established last episode, last episode. Yeah. That is, of course, a great episode. Yeah. Um, this is episode 309, Tony Macaroni. <laughs> Now, um, in a previous episode, Claudia established her character, which is uh, – and I say that in quotes because it's very thinly veiled. Yeah. Ha- she shares a name with this shares character. Shares a name and a, and, a, and a home country. And a lot of backstory. A lot of details, yeah. But um, – I want to tell you a little bit about her backstory just because we don't really get into it in this clip. But Claudia uh, has played a contest winner who won a contest to go to Universal Studios and also be on this program. And it's basically her mother in Australia uh, has wanted to get her out of the house and <laughs> because she lives with her mother in Australia and has sent her to America to get her out of her hair. Yeah. Now, previously, before this clip – uh, Claudia has talked about uh, her new book, which is based on a very thinly ve- – it's a Romana Clef based on oh. a, a very thinly veiled uh, characterization of her mother. Uh, the book is about a 43-year-old woman dating a 15-year-old boy, Tony Pepperoni. And we find out that this is based on her real mom and her mom's real boyfriend, Tony Macaroni. <laughs> so <laughs> – she has tried to disguise the name. Sure. <laughs> so and the book is called Tony Pepperoni, I believe. And so we've talked a lot about that. Um, now, I should say Jimmy Pardo of the Never Not Funny podcast is in this episode, mm-hmm. um, at, and he's himself. And Nick Kroll was on the episode earlier. Mm-hmm. He has to leave. And when we pick up this episode, it's Jimmy Pardo, Claudio Doherty, and myself – and then a new person comes in, and so let's hear that. This is episode 309, Tony Macaroni. <laughs> Number one, one. Uh, we have to get to our next guest. Of course, uh, Nick Kroll had to take off, but uh, we have a wonderful guest. He uh, He's a, f- a fellow... Uh, uh, An Aussie. Aussie. I can't believe you're here. This is so exciting. Yes. Claudia, uh, it's a pleasure. Oh, my here. God. We have... Uh, <sighs> of course, he's an Australian actor. You've seen him here in the States with his syndicated shows. Our Shrift is here. That's wow. right, Scott. Hello. Wow. How are you? Wow. It's me, Our Shrift. Oh my God, this Wonderful is amazing. You. you know and his I'll work. Say, yeah. I have been watching him since I was six years old. Every Saturday night, 6.30, everyone sits down to watch Ashrift. What happened he, when you were six? What made the change? Why did you start watching him? Well, uh, the programs are a little uh, risque. Mm. Yeah. And so, so it's not, six, that's not suitable it. for a five-year-old, but on your sixth but birthday? Six, it's okay. E- every time before we'd start airing, I'd scream right in the camera. There's a child in this room who's a below six years old. Send him away. Yeah. And away I would trot. 
But now, but then I was six, and then I could watch. And I love, I love what you do. I'm so excited to meet you. What are some of your shows, if I may ask, Arshriff? Because I'm not that familiar. Jimmy, do you? Know I am not familiar with Arshriff's work, but I look forward to hearing about it. Maybe, really? I, maybe I do know it, and I don't know. Well, uh, of course, I traveled to the U.S. real successfully. Was uh, rocks and roll. You so, wait, wait. You traveled to the U.S. successfully. No, the show. The show worked in the U.S. real well in the oh, state. It's called Rocks and Rolls about a renegade geologist. Rocks and Roll. Oh, this is good. I haven't heard mm, of it. No. It's so good. He doesn't take any S from anyone. Oh, very no. good. No. I, and I would doubt, no. Do you ever take any in as a geologist? I mean, sometimes you can study it and you know, no, carbon hey. date it. No, I didn't. I, I didn't take any any BS from anybody. I don't take it in my shows, and I don't take it making my shows. I edit, direct, write, line, produce, wrangle the animals, cast everything. I do every piece of machinery that goes into making that sausage that tastes so delicious. What's your favorite job? Grill, uh, uh, sizzle sausages. Sizzle sausages is your favorite job. <laughs> is that job? what it's called, Claudia? <laughs> sausage sizzle. Sausage Saus- sizzle. But I love how you flip that. Yeah, uh-huh. sizzle. That's what I'm known for in Australia. Flip, flip it a little bit. Flip the switch. Yeah. Uh-huh. Flip the sausage. Cook it th- all the way through. That's exactly right. Look how excited the Sheilas get around. So excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is that a metaphor for something, cooking a sausage all the way through? Is that a euphemism or something? For cooking? No, I'm, I normally when one hears a sausage, one See, this is, what happ- this is what happens here. They're all pivots, you know? They don't yeah. have control of the sexuality. So sorry. I mean, it's our American sense of humor, I guess. Do you yeah. find Americans funny? No. Hmm. No, I get oh, it. Boy. I get it. Right here. You know who I think is funny? Who's that? Chris Mad Dog Russo. <laughs> that guy's fantastic. You know, he was here earlier. Oh, Jimmy Mad Dog was here earlier. Not interested in Jimmy. You like Chris. That's right. I see. Mm. Love sports radio. Mm -hmm. You love American sports radio? I love it. What's your favorite sport, sir? My favorite sport is basketball. Basketball. (laughs) Interesting. I've never heard about this. Basketball. So uh, that's... Michael Jordan. Instead of a basketball, it's so you, you have a biscuit... Yeah, that's that's Australian rules, biscuit bowl. What do you think of bisquick? Do you like that as a quick way yeah, to make a biscuit? It's really quick, isn't it? It really is, and it's just as delicious. Look, I, making biscuits is so time-consuming. When I, that product came around. Why are you sponsored by bisquick? Look, <laughs> A to Z and bisquick have put a lot of money into this show. We got to force in some in. references. But I do, I do when, I, when, I, when I'm out in the outback. and I don't <laughs> How often are you in the outback? <laughs> Two to three months a year. In the Consecutively? Hot the, the hot, hot months. The hot months. Oh. It's the best time to film. You can get the most dedicated crew. Yeah. <laughs> or if I, you yeah, got to get question. a dedicated That's crew. That's where they... <laughs> the, uh, the Outback Restaurant, do you find that... Uh... Love it. Okay. <laughs> really, that's the one authentic part of Australia here in the States? Oh, it's like... It, it, no, it's different than, it's different than it's Australian very, cuisine, but it's, it's like eating Chinese food here in the States. doesn't taste like Chinese food you'd eat over there in China. Sauteed cubes of fat and whatnot. No, he got chicken chow mein. <laughs> okay, that's a good analogy. And that's what the outback is. I love a blooming onion. Yeah. I'd never had one over there in Australia. They don't yeah. have onions in Australia? No, it's illegal to have an onion. Uh, yeah. The onion is illegal in Australia? Absolutely. I didn't boy, boy, Yeah, because what we would do is ferment them and throw them as bombs. And people died. Wow. Lots of people. Well, you know people die every day, though. I know, but these were... 
healthy people. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they were dying uh, from the onion? Up until Is that, that the problem? Oh, okay. Like when you said people died, I just was wanted to say. I think like, she's just suggesting people would be walking down the street and one of these Aussies would okay. throw a, a, one of these onions at them and kill them. I just want to yeah. be clear, though, that not every person who dies is because there's an onion being I, thrown. From what I can tell what she said, most of them do can die. Can you by prove that that's not true? Yeah. I've been reading a, a lot of facts on a lot of websites that Ebola's being transported across boundaries by the onion. Mm. You have such an authentic accent. What part of Australia are you from? Brisbane. Ah, very good. Yeah. And is that obviously. your obviously obviously he's such a Brisbane man? Is that your only TV show? This rocks and roll. No, I've got he's dent- got so many. Dentist the mentalist. D- dentist the mentalist. And Manchine. Manchine. Batman, Pat Machine, all justice. Describe dentist the mentalist. He's a dentist who happens to be a mentalist? He or? was a dentist who was he was no, he was a he was a cop. Okay. He was a hard charging cop. Okay. He was stung by a bee and he was brought in. Now that's Manchine. Sorry. <laughs> You're g- confusing them? He's got a lot of shows, Dentist Scott. the mentalist went in for a simple procedure. He was given gas and sent under. And when was he, he a but dentist? He's a dentist. He was not a dentist, but he, he was just a patient. <laughs> okay. And when he came back, but then when they brought him back to he life. He came back as a dentist. He came back with mental powers that would help you decide if you needed a cavity or something. So the titular <laughs> dentist is just in one scene of his origin story in the very first episode? He's right. He's, cr- he's, cr- he's been crazy. Crucified with the power. <laughs> He's been. <laughs> Who's this guy? He's it's been... not his fault. Exactly. So, so wait. So, but the de- I just want to be clear. He is not a dentist. He's he was, not a dentist, but he's he was been operated on by one. Against his own will, he has the power of mental capabil- capabil- capability. Cap- then why call it dentist the mentalist? If the he's dent- not a because it's like dentist dot dot dot. So that's like dentist. We're in a dentist's office. She understands she's a writer. Exactly. She's a writer. I'm a writer. You two, you're verbal. You don't understand the written word. They're verbal. The usual suspects (laughs) over here, verbal. Hmm. I love that movie. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah, I did a TV show in Australia. What's your favorite song? My favorite song? Yep. The National Anthem. Wait, that was what I said. Of Australia. Australia. Oh, Shall we sing it together? Please do. Yes. Australians, Australians all let us rejoice, for we are young and free. The, the end. end. The end. Wow, short. I That's like that. right. Get to that game. Because you've got to get back Play to ball. living right? life as an Australian. Exactly. Playing Australian rules. Biscuit Biscuitball. Biscuit yeah. Oh, this, you sing this before biscuit ball. Yum. That's right. And after. Yeah. And after. Well, we, what we do is we have a whole you know, we're asking you call in a raccoon later. I had to ask Cla- Claudia what that was. Yeah, we don't have raccoons. In, in, but I, after understanding what it is, we call them uh, rubbish burglars. Rubbish burglars. <laughs> yeah, you, you wouldn't call it by, the, by its name the raccoon. No, you call it what it does. Oh, that's how it works down there. What oh, there's yeah. the so, so you should hear what he calls a cat, what we call cats. Yeah. Little ass lickers. <laughs> ass lickers. I think that you can call any animal an you ass really licker. could. Not the way a kit does it. <laughs> or however you call it. I mean, a kit. What is that? A kit. Cat. I mean, yeah, that's uh, you, you make a good Look point. Look at that beautiful Siamese ass licker. A cat doesn't actually like do like uh, perform a cat action or anything. You're right. It's uh, Yeah. What about meowing? Oh, you should call a cat a meow. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a, what would you call a dog? A bark or a, you know? A roly. Why do we call why do we call the <laughs> We the, call them rollies. <laughs> why do we call the skin of trees bark? That's a great question. You know what I mean? Call it tree skin. Mm. I don't know. It seems I'm lost. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't you know where we are. You have so trees right. and all. Don't act like you don't have trees. Oh, we have trees. That's what they do. Uh, what? <laughs> they, uh, pardon? That's what a tree does. I understand that. Okay, I get trees. that. I understand. Trees around. So now, why are you here? You You've have... never seen a rubbish bag like hiding in a tree? Yes, of course I have. See those little spackly little eyes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ready to bagel your rubbish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, why are That's you... why you have to protect your rubbish. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you put it in a can of some sort? Is that what you guys do? The same thing down there? What do we a care bean. if raccoons steal the rubbish? You know what I mean? Why it's does like... that bother us? It's like it's going out anyway. I have, another, I have another TV show I did. What's that? Called Lace, Lace Dentura, Rubbish Bagler Detective. Race? Uh, what? No, Lace Ventura. Lace, Lace Ventura, Rubbish, rubbish burglar, burglar Detective. Detective. And what does Lace do? Or is there's Lace a, even a person? Is, this, a full, is this someone like dentist? <laughs> there's actually a full stop or a period between each word. Oh, okay. That's Lace. Right. What about a period in Ventura. <laughs> yeah, he's a sexy lingerie rubbish. model who lives on Ventura Boulevard. Yeah. And every night... He goes out and makes sure that all those rubbish burglars are staying put and not stealing rubbish. He and shoes he just, them away. Wait, he shoes them or he wants them to stay put? I'm getting <laughs> no, two different answers here. He's like, he stay away from the rubbish. He shoes yeah. them away. Oh, he shoes them away with his shoes made out of with lace. With his shoes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got little wait, lace boots. Little lace boots? Little booties? Yeah, little sort, lace huh? booties. Uh, is that ever explained why he wears those? He's got a trusted ro- so- He's got a trusted rollie who goes with him everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's got what, his rolly. What's the lace booty explanation? Chloe? They're just really nice. Oh, they're nice. Oh, so oh. if anyone ever asks him, he's so like, I the lace booties. Him, it pains him every time he's a throw and out a rubbish bag. Like, it's <laughs> another pair of lace booties down the tubes. <laughs> yeah. And they're so expensive. Does he buy them one at a time or yeah. does he buy them in bulk? He buys them one at a time, which is not sensible, but he's not a sensible guy. Oh, that's part of his character. He's a great guy. Sure. And we should be grateful for what he does. A lot of heart in the show. Get rid of all the rubbish burgers. He's the, like, he's the best, but he's not sensible at all. Okay, very he's good. He's not in control of his life. Claudia's very invested I'm in my program. I'm a big fan. How, I am a how big many episodes fan. of this show have you seen? 900. <laughs> nine, you right. We did 900. 900 of each series. Yeah. Oh, my God. When I got to 900, I said, there are no new stories to tell. But there were nine hundred news stories previous to that. We got a little. We got a little. You know. No, I don't. Eight thirty-five. Oh. Every one of his characters from his shows goes to prison for three seasons. <laughs> okay. Wow. Speaking of prison, my favorite uh, soap opera of all time is uh, Prisoner Subblock H, which was from Australia. Did yeah. you have anything to do with that, sir? I Did he a, ever? I was a line producer on that. Is that right? Started. You got your start there. Yeah, that's right. Is Great. that why you do everything on your show? Because you started off. Look, if you know how to do line producing and you've got the chops as an actor and you know how to direct a crew, well, God damn it, why don't you do it all? That's right. You can get paid for each of those jobs, right? That's right. Non-union. <laughs> you don't believe in unions. I won't let myself unionize. <laughs> but he has got a show about someone who runs a union. That's oh, right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Onion. What? That's very conflicting. It's uh, an onion union. <laughs> yeah. What's the name of that show? I thought onions were illegal. <laughs> It's well, called... it's a very subversive show. Oh, okay. it's called Larry Petunia Onion Union. <laughs> wow, Larry Petunia the Onion, onion union. union. So he is a union. He's a one-man union. <laughs> okay, and he's out to get a fair wage for growing onions. But you don't believe in unionizing yourself. So was this conflicting for you to star in? This it was project? a story I had to tell. <laughs> 
<laughs> over 900 episodes. Over 900? How yeah. many? No, over the course of 900 episodes. Oh, I see. But oh. He, he didn't. He had to pay the price. He went to prison. Yeah, That's for right. three years three, for unionizing yeah. those Every one of my characters has gone to prison. <laughs> Why is that? Because you can't, you can't show... She can't, you can't, what? You can't throw, show struggle. Don't go to prison. Are you all right? I mean, I'm, I'm offended because we've been talking about being Aussies and the show Oz... Yeah. yeah. Ripped. Said him. Yeah. Ripped. And, you know, Australians are all, it's a prison continent. Yes. So is that yeah, why they well, uh, What I'm saying is it was based on my show called Ripped, which was about a bunch of Australian surfers who were in jail. Yeah. In and the ocean. Yeah. Ripped, ripped. Wait, in ocean jail? Ocean jail. Yeah. Wait, so were they, let me ask you, the were eels. their cells, was it, were they, was the, the eels water? were the prison gas. <laughs> yeah. And and in their cells the were. the prison bars. Yes. Was the yes. water That's up right. to like mid height on them? Depended on the size of the wave. Oh my goodness. So wow. sometimes. They, they were riding the wave, so wow. it's very splashy. This is amazing. Do you have a new project coming up though? Is that why you're here to talk about your new show? I'm here to talk about my new show. Really? Yeah, it's called Tony Macaroni. Tony, what? what? Wait a minute, you're optioning this? What? I mean, yeah. I'd like to talk to Claudia about optioning, uh, <laughs> optioning the rights to her book, making it into a TV show. Wow, wow, wow! Oh my goodness, I am honored, and I'm so glad I was came here today. Thank you to my mom for but hold sending on. me Tony here today. Tony is Macaroni is her real. Yeah. Mom's real friend, right? The character Tony in the, Pepperoni. Tony Pepperoni is the character, right? Yes, so. but you want to do Tony Macaroni? I want to tell the true story of Tony Macaroni. Well, Tony Macaroni <laughs> did sign over his life rights to me. Oh, he did. He yet. did. So, Why would he do something like that? He's so dumb. He's fifteen, really? so he's, he's like doesn't really understand. But so I'd be happy to talk to you about selling this. It's very exciting. Here's my own, ex- here's my only name. Well, I want to do it as I adapt this. So instead of it being a 43-year-old woman, it's a 52-year-old man. And a 15-year-old boy? Yes. And you play the 15-year-old boy? Yes. You play both of them? Yes. <laughs> and you have a lot of love scenes? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure why you want to make this. Leave it to me. I know I've got a green screen and I know how to do green screen. I can do it all. Will you go to prison, both of you, or just one of you? One goes to juvenile prison and one goes to grown-up guy prison. Grown-up guy prison? <laughs> yeah. Seasons four is the tunnel that we dig towards each other. Oh, that's nice. Is juvenile prison unisex? Is that yes. why you didn't? Yes. Okay. That's very good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is so – where is Arnold Schwarzenegger going to fit into your project? He's the eel. <laughs> Wait, this is in an ocean jail as well? A, yeah. I, I can see that for this story. Is I it going to be CGI? That. You put his little face on an eel? Is that- no, we're going to have him do a total body transformation. <laughs> I see. I got Christian Bale's guy. Okay. And he's going to turn into an eel. So he's going to lose weight, I guess. He's going to lose weight in all the right places. I know. <laughs> his legs sewn together. Yes. His yes. legs sewn together. And his arms sewn, sewn to, to his, his body. body. Jesus, yeah. that's a lot of work for a role. Well, he's passionate about the work. <laughs> and how many lines does he have per episode? It's the golden age of television. So uh, he, has, he, would... he has three lines. Over the course of 900 episodes? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Why would he do this Why show? would he agree to that? Each episode. Ready? Here's the line. Hmm. He'll be back. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. This is where I get off this bit bus, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're getting off the bit bus. Is that the tour? Is that part of the tour of Universal Studios? <laughs> I can only imagine so. Number one.
All right, episode 11 on your countdown. Uh, that, of course, was Nick Kroll playing R. Shrift, <laughs> his Australian character. I loved how Claudia was so – Claudia, who is Australian, so – Seemingly so delighted by every reference that Nick was making, like egging him on and throwing in more stuff right. and throwing more stuff at more Australian stuff at him. Right. It was so enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, that's a great one. And I loved how Nick picked Tony Macaroni. <laughs> he picked Tony Macaroni, which is the fictional thing. Yeah. When he meant Tony Pepperoni. And but we still kept going with it. Very fun. That is episode 11, Grepisode. and uh, thanks to all Grepisode, thanks to all of them. We need to take a break. When we come back, we will crack the top 10. Oh. <laughs> hey, everyone. Remember this last year when I did a few shows, comedy bang-bang shows out on the road? You couldn't be there, or they were sold out. You heard about them. They were legendary shows. Well, happy holidays, because now you can buy the full recording of the tour Available in the Earwolf store right now. I have four shows available. They're hilarious. They include stops at the Festival Supreme here in L.A., New York City, and Chicago. You can join me and special guests Paul F. Tompkins, Zach Galifianakis, Adam Scott, Bobby Moynihan as Forville, Lauren Lapkus, James Adomian, Horatio Sands, Jason Manzukis, and Todd Berry on this Comedy Bang Bang extravaganza. Each live recording is available individually for $2.99, or I believe uh, they're all in a set for $9, all four. That's pretty good. So thanks for listening, and hope you enjoy those. I hear the New York and the L.A. ones are especially good. <laughs> hey, welcome back, Comedy Bang Bang. I'm here with Paul F. Tompkins, and uh, this is so, exciting. We're getting to the top ten episodes of the year. and uh, We officially, right now, officially those other cracking the top ten. 11 through 15, all worthy and all could have been in the top ten, but they weren't voted <laughs> But you know what, man? I mean, if you're not in the top 10, you might as well be living on that garbage island in the ocean. Living on garbage, on garbage island, island. in the middle of the ocean, ocean. <laughs> out by the sea, down by the sea. Yeah, the ocean's down by the sea. <laughs> some of them are. Yes, some of them are. Yep. The Indian Ocean is sure. by the Dead Sea. And the Sea of Tranquility. Oh, moon times. <laughs> Um, okay, let's get to it. This is, on your countdown, this is number 10. Number 10. Number 10, indeed. And this is a very interesting episode. This is, uh, I would say this came out in, in, uh, in fact, I know it came out in February, I believe February 17th or so. This is an episode number 272. This is an episode entitled Sex Party Season. Ah, dear to my heart. Ah, yes. This is, of course, our good friend... Gillian Jacobs from That's Community. Right. Miss Divine Decadence herself. Gilly. Sorry. <laughs> um, she made her one and only appearance this year. Um, her, her schedule blew up this year. She normally makes two, three, perhaps. Yeah, it's true. But uh, her schedule g- got very, very busy. Uh, she had Community. Year. She had, uh, I think, a couple movies that she did, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had a lot of stuff going on this year. We tried to get her back after this, but uh, hopefully we'll have her on. A few more times in 2015. This is her one appearance, and this episode is notable for the uh, inaugural appearance of another person who's made uh, a couple appearances on the show this year. That is, of course, director Len Wiseman. Director of the Underworld Pictures. The Underworld Franchise. That's right. Now, I've heard of a subway franchise. franchise. Oh. <laughs> what were you thinking? Like these eyes. 
Oh, what about like a little song? She's got French eyes. No, like Betty Davis eyes. No, I was doing it like I forget who sang that song. The guess who? French eyes. I I don't know it. I've already said I don't know it. You don't know these eyes by the guess who? I don't. These eyes. It's like that, but I put the word franchise. Hey, nineteen. The The Cuervo Gold. That song is sickening. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. Do, do you think Steely Dan knew they were disgusting or were they just tr- like honestly singing about what they were going through? That's a real question for the ages. Did Steely Dan know they were disgusting? <laughs> I don't think that they did. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I do think that they realized it later and didn't care. <laughs> hey, let's win a Grammy in 20 years for a record that we <laughs> – Oh, hey, we're disgusting. So what? <laughs> Oogie. Shrug. Hey, Steely. Yeah, Dan? <laughs> Let's get together and make some tunes. Yeah, all right. Let's call each other Dan Steely. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I am. Let's be disgusting all over <laughs> again. The Cuervo Gold. The fine Colombian. Makes tonight a wonderful thing. When they, when they sing about the fine Colombian, are they talking about cocaine? Yeah, they are. Oh, well, oh, the finer things in life. <laughs> We're going to have some tequila, a cocaine party. And then I'm going to fuck a 19-year-old yeah. and not relate to her. Yeah. Anyway, that's what that's about. She doesn't know Aretha Franklin. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway, this is uh, uh, sex party season and Len Wiseman – um, okay, let me explain what's happening. If you've been listening to the show over the past few years, Gillian Jacobs has a long, <laughs> tortuous relationship with director Gary Marshall. It's on again, off again. Director uh, and creator of Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, Mork and Mindy. And uh, you met him this year. Yes, I did. What, what, I've seen the picture, but where did you meet him? I met him. Ooh, at- sound effects. <laughs> oh. Track track fourteen track fourteen I believe let's hear a little bit of a uh, track eleven though I would oh sure you want to hear track eleven yeah play a yeah, little eleven if you would oh that's track fourteen mixed with track eleven it's a mashup very nice um we're all, I think we're almost there I want I want to listen back to this later but I think that might be so a fifteen track def- sound effect that, record that might be the definitive track eleven that might be yeah no just track eleven I'm talking about oh, we okay. still have oh, those other tracks we really we're trying to make ninety nine on this CD. yeah that's right we're only up to fifteen <laughs> so where did you meet Gary Marshall uh, at a table read for the animated uh, Netflix program BoJack Horseman of which you are a cast member of which I am a cast member fantastic and he was there I did not know he was going to be there until did he create the morning it? of he did not create this one. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes ahead and he appears on shows he did not create. Yeah. Very magnanimous yeah. of him. Th- this one, Louie. That uh, one about the for trying to find good directors, the reality show, that Janet oh, Varney was a cast member. The Lot. The Lot. Right? Yeah, I think that was it. Was it. That was the it. Lot? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, now, you met him. He, he appeared on the show. Is that what it was? He yes, did he a was voice. doing a voice on the show. And you found out about him. I found out that morning he was going to be there, and I was mm-hmm. really nervous about it because I didn't know if somebody. Because let's let's face it, let's, let's be honest here. Let's be honest. You, Gary Marshall, is one of your beloved characters. I, he's one of my beloved characters. <laughs> I beloved him, and uh, and so I thought someone would uh, perhaps have told him that I do this. Yeah, or might let it slip in front of him. Yes, or, like on purpose yeah. to embarrass me. Yeah, yeah. Or said, oh, by the way, Paul does an impression of you. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you, all of A said, whatever. You have to do it. <laughs> all of a grigru. Um, <laughs> uh, no one did that. 
Thankfully. And afterwards, I and he was, there. he was, of course you would have. He was <laughs> hilarious at the table read. Yep. It was, per, he was perfect. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, you know, sometimes you see people at these things and uh, you think, oh, it's just reading. It's not that difficult. Like you don't have sure, to even yeah. get full performance, but. Vowels, consonants, know. just do them in order. Yes. Exactly. Some people are not good at table reads. They mm-hmm. don't do a good job. They don't get like where emphasis should go. Sure, they things read like it that. Very flat. Yeah, if like a word is underlined, that means you're supposed to emphasize that word. I guess so. Um, I don't like being told what to do. Okay, uh, Christopher Walken. <laughs> so uh, he was he was great. He was hilarious. And afterwards, I thought I got to get a picture with him because I to. because I am a. I'm a genuine fan of him oh, yeah. like, as a guy. Yeah. First of all, all those TV shows meant the world to me when oh, I was a kid. Of course, yeah. The I'm, world to I me. I met Henry Winkler recently, and I didn't get a chance to tell him uh, how much I uh, loved uh, Happy Days. But you know who I did get a chance to tell was uh, Robin Williams. He and I did a show together a few years back. Mm-hmm. And during the show, because we were all supposed – it was Jeff Garland's show, Combo Platter. We were sure. all supposed to – um, tell stories based upon a word from the audience. One of the words led me into talking about Mork and Mindy and the uh, was the word the, Mork. Uh, it may have been. I'm not. It was something like that, <laughs> where it was. Hey, Robin Williams is doing the show. Let's say something that's like that. that Shazbot. Yeah, it was Shazbot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Please, sir, language." Um, but I got to tell the story of how uh, uh, I watched that Happy Days episode where Mork was introduced mm-hmm. and how much it meant to me and how the entire next day while I was doing errands with my mom, I was recounting detail every single detail of what happened in that episode of because course. she hadn't seen it. But remember right. when you used to do that with your she parents? Hadn't seen it. Yeah. yeah, you would. It was every so movie you saw. Describe what you just saw. Yeah, yes. in detail. Uh, and and my mother was very very. Just encourage that all the time, which I can't believe. How boring must that have been for her? But uh, to ha- of, hear a little kid tell – That's very sweet. It probably took longer than watching the actual 22-minute or 23-minute episode. For sure. So I remember doing this all throughout all of our uh, errands, and we ended up in a hardware store. And uh, I finally told the last uh, few elements of the story in the checkout line. And the checkout woman, who, as I remember, it was an old woman, but I bet she was 30. (laughs) (laughs) This withered old crone. (laughs) She smiled at my mom and me and said, sounds like someone saw Happy Days last night. Oh! And uh, but I, I that I just remember that so so much, and that show meant the world to me. And so I told that story, and Robin Williams, uh, kind of in his shy way. And I, I, I had met him a few times up up to this point, and uh, uh, never never had incredibly long discussions with him. But uh, he just was sort of, sort of said, "Oh, I'm sorry," <laughs> like he was embarrassed that. About Mork and Mindy or something, but it was just it was very it was very kind and and uh, and then there's a picture of him with his hand on my knee as we were sitting next to each <laughs> other, like he reached over to pat me, but it looks like he has he just has his hand on my knee. But anyway, and that, uh, uh, of course that happened in this year. Of course, uh, the uh, uh, story about him. I don't know why I'm bringing it up, but it was. I choose to remember the good times. Did you think that there were people listening to this going like, does he know? Does he know? <laughs> Someone, Paul should tell him. No, but Robin was a great guy. And, yeah, he uh, was. Uh, in any case, why did we start talking about that? Oh, Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall, yeah. yeah. So I, I went up and I and I asked him for a picture and he was he, – he's like – Of course, son. Yeah, he's like, sure, we could do a selfie, whatever you want. Tell me you said <laughs> he selfie. He said selfie. Good. It killed me. 
And then he told me, he told me, like, I'm wearing my red sweater because I'm going to a, a Christmas party in Burbank later on. <laughs> so he, the sweater needed explanation. Like, I wouldn't normally wear a sweater. Was I it th- I that felt color? Like, Was it a sweater in general? Maybe. I felt like he, he wanted to explain, like, I'm a little dressed up okay. because I'm going to a party. Right. I don't know. Like, in he Burbank. Just, I think he was just making small talk with me until yeah. <laughs> like, the picture was done. Yeah. But he was very sweet and he was very complimentary and, you know. He was like exactly – he was exactly the way I've always imagined yeah. him to be. Him and Lost in America, one of the greatest scenes. Like Santa Claus. <laughs> the so Desert funny. Inn has heart. The <laughs> Desert Inn has heart. Our conversation is over. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> I'm just trying to do your impression of him. In any case, so Gillian Jacobs over the past few years has had a uh, – the storyline with your characterization of Gary Marshall <laughs> is is they've been married. It's By the way, it's it's wound up on Gary Marshall's actual Wikipedia page several times <laughs> yes, that he's married times. to Gillian Jacobs. Yes. And she always retweets it. I and know. She's, she, she enjoys this very much. I, f- I find that sort of thing amusing, but I do not condone it. I, yes. Yes. <laughs> Because people do it to my page all the time. Yes, it's been and, done to me as well. Yeah, yes. you know. But uh, in any case, so... In any pre- case. <laughs> pre- <laughs> previous to this, we had been talking... Gillian and Gary had been talking about their marriage, and uh, Gillian is a gold digger when she comes on the show, and she, <laughs> yes. she's married Gary for his money. Weird choice that she's made. And uh, so we had just gotten done talking about that, and then uh, Len Wiseman, director of the Underworld franchise, comes in. This is episode number 10 on our top 10, Sex Party Season. Number 10. Seriously, are you in bad shape? What's going yes! on with your credit? I need your money. Hey, what? you know what? I think I have a solution to this. What? I, I love my wife, Barbara. <sighs> We're going to be together forever. Uh, whether it's on this plane in another dimension or American heaven. Stop rubbing it in my face. But if you like film directors yeah. with a lot of money, okay. I want to introduce you to a friend of mine. I'm going to go get him. Hold okay. on. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, this is exciting. Hey, come on in. Yes, oh, someone else is coming on, on the show. Who's this? Sit down here. Here we go. I don't know this person. Who is it? Oh, hello. How's it going, everyone? Nice to see you. Oh, hi. oh hello, hello, sir. How do you do? Hi. Oh, look oh. at you. You're a lovely little thing. Oh, thank Gillian, you very I, much. I don't know this guy. Who this is, is my friend Len. Len Wiseman. He's the director of the Underworld Pictures. Oh, that's right. Oh, Len Wiseman. It's, it's a, have you seen him? The Underworld Pictures? I can't say that I have. Oh! But I won't say that I haven't. Listen, well, that's very diplomatic. I like you. They're very exciting pictures about a, it's a war between vampires and werewolves. They hate each other. Okay. And they're trying to kill each other all the time. Let me. So, uh, has a vampire and a werewolf ever mated and created some sort of half-breed Ooh, in this? Oh, good question. It's funny that you mentioned that. Because that's exactly what happened. <gasps> that's what I would have happen if I were writing. Right? Everyone wants to see it. You see yeah. them, and they're so dark you saw and mysterious. The sex? You saw the sex? Yeah. Is well, one, one of the movies just hardcore sex between a vampire and a The director's werewolf? cut, and I'm the director. Oh! <laughs> but there's a lot of, in the director's cut, which you can get on DVD, I think it's okay. on Blu-ray, there's a lot of hardcore vampire and lichen. That's what we call them. Oh, What's a sex. lichen? A lichen's a werewolf, but we try to fancy it up a little bit. Oh, okay. It's it's kind of weird to say werewolf the whole time. Werewolf? 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 Werewolf. Where? Why is that weird? Now, why is that weird? Because we were approaching it from a from a place of, let's make it sound... Sexy. You know, so sexy. It's like, like a sexy... <laughs> 
I like it. Look out. Look out. It's a like. What are they capable of? I don't even know. Yeah, but, yeah, but isn't that confusing for the audience if they don't know what a lichen is? And well, that's talking. the thing. We tried to make it less confusing because if we said werewolf, we had it. We were afraid yeah. that people were going to picture, you know, Lon Chaney Jr. He's wearing uh, the, mm-hmm. the 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 sleeveless T-shirt and uh, slacks, and he's uh, he's hairy. Or Michael Landon. Michael Landon from I Was a Teenaged Werewolf. Mm-hmm. I looked up all the werewolf pictures. Is it teenaged or teenage? It might, you might be right. Okay. <laughs> but he he was teenaged. He was the age of a teen as well. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, Gary and I met each other at a DGA fundraiser. Mm, what were you raising money for? The DGA. Okay. It's nice to have money. Sure. And Seems um, like the dues would cover that. Wait, it's, how's your health care plan, DGA? Oh, it's, it's the best one. And Something if, wrong with your health? If Gilly? you marry someone, do you get... Do they get to be on your DGA health? Oh, like, yes, they do. Interesting. interesting. What is, yeah. interesting, Are you okay? Interesting. I've got a variety of illnesses, maladies. Mostly um, mental. Listen, the reason I invited Len down here is uh, I thought maybe you two would get along. I, Gary told me yeah. that he knew a hot little number Thanks. who was single and looking to mingle. A little and I said, let me in there. I ah. just feel a little strange about this because... Why is that, hun? Well, I had no problem trying to kill Barbara Marshall, but I don't want to kill Kate Beckinsale. Oh, wait. Oh. Are you married to Kate Beckinsale? I guess you could say I'm married to Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, she's okay. kind of my wife. I just... You're what? My wife. Okay. So Yeah, we, we we do wife and husband things. We hang out yeah. together. We, Your wife. We spend time my wife. Yeah, we spend time Your at home. Wife. She's my wife. We spend time at home. Your you know what we like to do? Wife. We like to watch television together. Oh that's I'm into that. One of our favorite shows. I don't know if you've seen it. It's no. about a small town in Texas. High school football is the big attraction there. Mm. Yeah, I can I'm drawing a blank. Um wait, uh t- under the dome. No, I don't I don't think that's about high school football. Intelligence. Ah. Not intelligence. That's about a dome, guy with a computer head. Under the Dome has so many characters in it that conceivably some of them have played high school football. Well, you could say that about literally anything written since the invention of high school football. So that, I think, is casting too wide a net. When was the invention of high school football? Oh, we yeah. 1620, oh, when the Pilgrims landed. At <laughs> they immediately Rock. set up a touch They game. said, okay, kids, here's what we want you to do. Buckle your hats up real tight. Start running at each other. Fight over a ball. We want some of you to have concussions by the end of the day. That's right. Wow. I don't know what this show is. Oh, it's called Friday Night Lights. Uh, I don't... Friday Night Lights, it's called. Mm. What's the matter? You feel like you're trying to say something. What's going on with you? What's happening? You got a tick? Spit it out, son. What's happening? What's with this guy? I don't know. He's a lunatic. Friday Night Lights. Sorry. That was a strange thing to bear witness to. Oh, boy. I am really sorry. You seem like you have mental illness. I, I don't know what... Do you? <laughs> sort of. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I think Gilly and I may We all do. Look, us. we're all in a hey, crazy business. We're all a little nutty. Not me! <laughs> no, Gary, I'm a sane not. person. I just... Okay, Len, let me ask you this. Uh, ask me anything because I'm an open book. Huh? Okay. Call him Mr. Weissman. Though. Okay, Mr. No, don't call me Len. <laughs> okay, Len. Oh, I like the way you say it. Is that short for lentil? That- yes, that's right. <laughs> Lentil Wiseman from Fremont, California. All right, Lentil. I know that the Underworld Pictures 
have been very successful. Hugely successful. Everyone loved them. Great. Loved? There are Loved. More. <laughs> so after the first... Well, there's more coming. Don't oh. worry. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm I... not done with the underworld verse. Here's my question, though. Okay. Do you have profit participation in the franchise? Oh, yes. Of course I do. So how many points do you have? All of them. You have all of the points. The studio takes the the net profit. Okay. And I get the gross. Okay. I get points on everything. Wait, Money. You keeps get the gross in. profit of the movie. That's right. And, and I give the studio they, the net profit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, see. yeah, yeah. It all so goes you, through me. So it goes to you first, and yeah. then you. Okay. The I check. See. The check for the box office gross. <laughs> it just goes right to goes you. Goes right to me. So everyone who owns a movie theater has well, to, to write you a box. check. Not to my house. Wait, they go, what's your PO box? Where's it oh, located? It's a sixteen twenty. Wait a minute. You almost got me. Oh, okay. Well, you know. That was a close one. Woo! Interesting, 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 interesting. Yeah, so I'm filthy rich. Got it. Now, what's the Kate Beckinsale situation? Yeah, what's going on with her? Well, you know, we're married, but uh, she was married when I met her, and then she wasn't, and then she was married to me. So I'm saying things are fluid. Uh, There's an ebb and flow to life, and, uh, you know. Yeah. It's Hollywood, darling. You know what I'm saying? So would you be willing... Okay, where do you live? I live in Bel Air. Oh, fuck. Well, What's where the, the matter? Uh, is that where the P.O. box is? You almost got me again. Uh, it, is. It, is. it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. It is in Bel Air. something in Bel Air and the Bel Air yeah. post office. You know, I made a P.O. box map. It's like a treasure map, but uh, instead of treasure, it's the P.O. box. Okay. Yeah. And if you get there, <laughs> you can try to impersonate me and get the key to open it. Okay. But good luck. <laughs> Well, what if I talk like this? Ugh, what? I mean, maybe. I feel like I'm listening to Amira. Well, excuse me. Could I open up my P.O. Oh, box? Oh, now you're losing it. I'm Len Weiss. It started off pretty good. Ah, uh, you know. But then you lost it to us. Hey, you know, I'll perfect it. I feel like, well, look, they are very security conscious at this P.O. box place. They are very it's security a conscious. It's a mailboxes, etc. It's a mailboxes, etc. Do you even, yes. Do you even yes. know Latin? Latin. Latin. <laughs> etc. is Latin. Etc. Now this do is, tell. This is starting to get insulting. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you're just doing me to me. Okay, well, I'm going to get it. I'm going to, and I'll be out there at that mailboxes, right. et cetera, well, you know, Bel Air. It helps to look like the person, too. You can't All just right. show up and sound well, like describe yourself. How would... Uh, oh, I'm very handsome. Very handsome. Thank very you. Handsome. Very handsome. Is that I'm a handsome important young you, man? Gilly? No, it's not, obviously. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm not an elderly man, either. I'm in my 40s. I'm a good-looking guy. He's not going to die soon. Ah, uh, but I know. Good-looking guy, beautiful wife. Can, can I ask you a question? <laughs> Are you, yeah. are you, by any chance, from another dimension? Well, I mean, if you consider going to Cupertino High School another dimension, <laughs> then yes. <laughs> Bravo, sir. Thank you. Bravo. Thank you. I like to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you like to have fun with murder? Oh, I guess that depends. I mean, what did you have in mind? Well, okay. Are we what? talking about a naughty game? Mm, could be. Oh, Hold on a talking. second. Hold on a second. Uh, Len, Len, could you put on earmuffs for a second? Oh, sure. Like, not listen to you talk? Yeah, and Gary, you li- you put them on either. Whatever! You're not- <laughs> Kelly, you try- what's your game here? You trying to get Len to murder Gary? No, I was thinking more. Well, yeah, that would actually work better. That's a lot more money. Who do you think has more money, Gary Marshall or Kate Beckinsale? Wow, this is kind of a toss-up for me. I don't know. This Can is hard to gauge. you go on your phone and look up people's net worth? Oh, yeah, there is. Okay, here. Yeah. Let me go on my phone. Because I was thinking, okay, we could kill Kate Beckinsale. Because mm-hmm. then sh- the... he would probably inherit all of her money. Oh, my right? God. Gillian. What? You're not going to believe this. What? 
It's a tie. It's a tie? They have exactly the same amount of money. Oh, God. How wow. do I pick? How does one pick? Should we flip a goat? <laughs> I'm not... Are you asking if we should masturbate a goat? <laughs> flip a goat? Yeah. Yeah, flip... Hey, I heard that last exchange. I don't know which made less sense. <laughs> Wait, does flip a goat mean masturbate? I guess. In your, in your crazy, demented, sick, twisted mind. Look, it could mean whatever you want it to mean. I meant... We're all artists, right? Sandwich artists. Crazy time. Are you a sandwich artist? I am a sandwich artist. That was the part of the uh, story that I did not say. What story? Never mind. Can I say something? Yes, do. As a rich person. Thank you. It's not all it's cracked up to be. <gasps> no. Have you heard the expression, mo money, mo problems? Uh, I don't believe no. I've ever heard Simply that, no. put, the more money you have, the more problems you're likely to oh, have. When you say more, I kind of get it. But yeah. you were saying something differently. Before. Well, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's a quaint vernacular. Mm. Uh, mo apostrophe money, mo apostrophe problems. Like mo Collins? Like mo better blues. Oh, okay. Or mo rocker. <laughs> oh, I like Mo Rocca. Who doesn't? CBS Sunday morning, forget about it. Here's what I do. Uh, we shoo all the sex party guests out of the house mm-hmm. on Sunday morning. And then- uh, Getting ready for football. Getting ready for football. And then <laughs> me and KK, we sit there on the couch. K-K? We snuggle. Yeah, K Peckinsale. Oh, okay. We snuggle together. Uh, we wait for that trumpet to sound. Mm-hmm. Which What does it mean? Gabriel's coming to destroy the earth? No. It means Charles Osgood's going to show up with his bow tie mm. and tell us about some quaint stuff going on. Is there a prophecy that Gabriel's going to destroy the earth? I've I never think, heard that I, one before. I think it's uh, that uh, Gabriel's trumpet, when it blows, yeah, that means sh- the beginning of the end times. Really? Is that didn't he show so. up and some city fell or something like that? That's Joshua. Oh, okay. That's from uh, the Old Testament, my people's book. We call it the Torah. And uh, Joshua blew the trumpet and brought down the, the walls of Jericho. Len, yeah. I, oh, sorry. I had a question. The sure. first time you met Gary, did you think he was Italian? Yeah. Do you guys go to the same temple or? I could No, I don't believe he's Jewish. He's an Italian man. Oh, okay. But I studied up on my directors. I know everything about every director. Ask me any question about a, a director. Any director? Any director from the beginning of film to the wow. future. Who's the richest one? Gary Marshall. Wow. Wow. Probably because he dabbled in so oh, much TV. He's, yeah. he's the richest living director. Oh, oh who's the richest dead? Sidney Pollack. Sidney uh, Pollack? Yes. What? He, he discovered a diamond fountain. Oh, okay. Oh. No um, one else knew where it was. He'd periodically take these trips, and then he'd come back with just a duffel bag full of diamonds. Interesting. And what he'd about- have parties, and we'd go over and watch them. We'd look at the diamonds. you just watch the diamonds? Yeah. He'd put them in a big pile, and we'd watch them. They're more and fascinating than you would And then have a sex party. Okay, uh, okay. I was, okay. was going to say, how but long you know, did the watching the diamonds here's take? Here's the thing. Well, it doesn't take long because there's something about looking at a big pile of diamonds glittering in the middle of a mansion living room. Okay. It just gets the old juices flowing. Oh, you just go out yeah. of your mind. And then it's lookout. I'm going to have sex with the person, whoever's next to me. It's like I'm, a feeling of power. Yeah, I'm going to go out yeah. on a limb. What doesn't get your juices flowing, Len? Mm-hmm. Oof. And when, we, and when we're talking about juices, we're talking about semen, right? Well, I mean, yes. But, yes. I mean, blood is also a juice. Oh. So do you like urine, to incorporate blood <laughs> into your... is also a juice. <laughs> Let's name all the juices from the body we can. Mucus. Okay. Mucus. I guess the juice. Yeah, booger juice. Urine Are they juice. the same thing? <laughs> they might be the same thing. Urine, semen, blood, 
Spit. Bile. Spittle. Bile. It's kind oh, of I like Spittle. bile. Um, Diarrhea. The jelly that's in your eyeball. Oh, correct. Oh. Oh, what about the wax in your ears? What Not if you a liqu- juice. Well, Not what a if juice. you liquefied it? Saliva. Uh, if you liquefied anything, it could be a juice. That's true. I mean, <laughs> that's what we learned. Spittle. That's what we learned oh, okay. by uh, juices, right? Mm-hmm. Is that uh, you can make it into a juice? What about toe juice? Sweat. Sweat is a juice. There okay. we go. Thank you. The, Wait, you call juice? sweat toe juice? Yep. It's the juice that everyone forgets. A lot of people don't juice. know that the, the foot is the sweatiest part of the body. And yep. that's why we wear socks to collect that sweat and to disperse it. It's disgusting. I have an anti-foot fetish. Now, look, I'm a very sensual person. Yeah. Clearly. And I think that's clear. You yeah. kept your but boots on during... Oh, I wouldn't was, want you to see my feet. It's disgusting. It's you, shameful. You were taking Bono's lyrics to heart there. Get on your boots. Yeah, I got them on, and I left them on. <laughs> yeah, he wow. didn't. He didn't sing that, but it was implied. Leave on your boots. Who's that? <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Oh, juices, juices. We got, oh, milk, milk, lemonade. Round the corner, fudge is made. There but, we go. But milk is a juice. Milk is the what? juice. What? Yeah. Milk. Oh, yeah. Mil- Boobies. The body makes milk. Yeah. <laughs> you were very confused by that for a long I time. I forgot. Do you forgot. know what I was a little bit too? I forgot. I forgot that boobs make milk. Have you ever had milk come out of one of your boobs? Nope. <laughs> Will you ever? Mm. No? No kids aren't in the future for you? I don't know. I mean, I really want to lock down my financial future before I consider having very children. Very concerned with mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Listen, back to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. It's not all it's cracked up to be. Here's here's the secret to life, if I may. I'm not, you know, I I, I don't have it. All, I'm in my 40s, right? I don't have it all figured out, mm-hmm. but I've lived long enough to know that it's all about enjoying life, doing what you love to do, mm. having good friends, good family around you, sex parties, watching football, <laughs> and a good cup of coffee in the morning. Wow, that's I think great money would it's not help. complicated. Yeah, you know? but don't you think I could get a better cup of coffee if I had money? Oh no, of course you could get the best coffee. See, exactly. Like the coffee, the coffee that I have every yeah. morning, it would make you feel like you're having a sex party. See, in your taste buds, Scott. Come on, let's marry Len together. What? Oh, this is sudden. Wait, I, I'm overcome. I don't know a what to three-way say. Three-way marriage? I mean, yes. are you proposing I that am. we get married? Once, I am. Once they started uh, making gay marriage legal, I think anything goes. So, Oh, Scott. What? Slippery just, slope? Slippery slope. The slippery yeah. slope? <laughs> Here's the slippery slope rule. Listen, I'm not going to marry any dogs. <laughs> okay. Hey, I have a horse, though. How about this? Because yep. I don't... I, I, I don't... I don't believe in the slippery slope argument. Here's what let's do. I'll marry you, okay. sweetheart. Yes. Uh, you're a, hot as a pistol, and <laughs> I can't wait to get my hands on you again. <laughs> You already did. I, again, I said. Like a snub oh, nose. We're already revolver. having fun fights. <laughs> and then since I don't believe in the slippery slope, <laughs> I'll marry you later mm-hmm. in a secret ceremony. Mm-hmm. So I'll just be a bigamist. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Kate Beckinsale. Oh, oh, I forgot I was married. KK. Well... <sighs> KB Toys. Let me talk to a. Oh, I call her that sometimes. How did you know? Oh, I just took a and shot sometimes at it. I, and sometimes I call her my little giraffe because Aww. of the mascot of KB Toys. Well, I believe that's the giraffe <laughs> Toys from Toys R Us. Oh, I didn't realize I was giving her a wrong pet she, name. She, well, she has a very long neck, so maybe she's taking it as a compliment. She has a long, slender neck. Mm-hmm. She's like lovely. Like a sexy giraffe. She's lovely. She is. I call her the sexy giraffe. Yeah. She's lovely. I think if there were any animal that I could have sex with. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had to have, uh, we'll just get that qualifier. Have you if had I, some? If I had to have sex with an animal, well, let's just say that. Sure. Slip but a slope. giraffe. Uh, why? 
because those long necks, they're the most like a tall, beautiful model. Yeah, I, let me let me ask you this because mm-hmm. you're onto something mm-hmm. here. <laughs> What's the biggest problem with sex? Is that um, you're getting into it, you're getting into crazy positions, mm-hmm. and you lose that face-to-face intimacy, so, oh. intimacy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not a problem with the giraffe because of the long necks. Oh, yeah, always they can always turn be kissing, always be whispering in your ear, <laughs> giraffe or I love you, whatever it is. I don't know if they even make noises. You think that a giraffe would say giraffe? No, I'm saying giraffe like it's a language. Oh. The giraffe <laughs> version of I love you. I thought that you were saying a giraffe would whisper in your ear, giraffe. Well, you know, certainly that would be a sign of acceptance, right? Yeah. Y- if the giraffe co- addressed you as a giraffe, yeah. you'd feel like we've really made a connection here. Yeah, yeah. Gary off- often said his own name when we were intimate. Really? I thought that's what you were supposed to do. You you're were supposed just... to remind the person that you're present, that you're part, you're, you're part of this experience, and I would say, Gary Marshall. Gilly, can I ask, yeah. what... Did he ask you to call him during sex? He asked me to call him, please call me Gary. He asked to be called, please call me Gary? Yeah. That seems personal. I don't know why you're telling this guy this. Well, you're telling me that I don't have a shot with you. You will not take me to this other dimension. Gary, you're too uptight. And Thank you. And you loosen you. up. So you, you, guys are gonna get, you guys are going to get married here. And then yeah, I'm, I think yeah. so. I'm going to slip uh, back alley Sally style. Yeah, the- and then I'll have a private ceremony with you like David Geffen had with Keanu Reeves. Oops. What? What? That's an urban legend from a long time oh. ago. You never heard that one? What? Hollywood lore. You know everything what? about any director. I do. I do. Even tell- rumors and, and innuendos. Tell me about that guy who directed that train. That's This is my favorite film. The train coming right at the camera. Uh-huh. Oh, Bertram Cummings? <laughs> yes. Tell me something about him. I love I love that movie so much. You don't hear a lot about that guy. He was twelve years old when he directed that film. Wow. Yes, but he had that weird disease that makes you look like you're thirty. Okay. Wow. Uh, but then back then, anyone who was thirty looked like they were eighty. So you know, not so bad. Yeah. So not bad. Yeah. Great. So uh, yeah, he directed that. He was uh, in debt to the mafia. Bertram. Bertram Cummings. When he was 12 years old, in debt to the mafia. That's right. He had a crippling gambling addiction. Oh, okay. He gambled on hopscotch. Oh. Oh. Didn't have a talent for the game, but he loved the action. Sure. Anyway, he had his head chopped off by the Cosa Nostra. Whoa. Yeah. I guess that's why he never directed another film. Nope. That was it. One and done. I love that one he did, At least he made it count. It's so scary watching that. People believe, you know, back then people believed it was an actual gigantic black and white train. I believe that. That was coming out of a wall. That's why I love that movie so much. Yeah. Even though the world was in, even though the world was in color, they saw this moving image of a train and they thought, oh, it's come to life. Yeah. Yeah. Great film. Jumped out of the way. Great film. Open and closed the same day. What's your favorite song? My favorite song, probably Happy Birthday by Mildred and Patty Hill. <laughs> Those elderly spinsters. Oh, they're miserly crones. They <laughs> won't hey. anyone use it. Wait, have ha- you used Happy Birthday on Community? No, we have not. I under. I already know this. I already know. It's why chain restaurants have their own goofy little birthday song. In case any of their spies are out listening. Uh, I have a question. How much money do those women have from having copyrighted oh. Happy Birthday? They're the richest people on earth. But you know what? No one uses their song nowadays. So I think it's drying up. Really? Yeah. There's something that's been set in place since uh, the dawn of copyright. What? Which is that even if people don't pay for the song, uh-huh. they get money for it. What? How? The like government provides it. Oh, Why do you think a government government's always having problems with money? Oh. It's because they're having to pay all this money to Mildred and Patty Hill. Ah, uh, Because the government is listening to everything we say and do. That's right. So they're monitoring every birthday party. Oh, this is oh. why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have a lot of money. That's right. Are they alive? Yes, they are. 
They're in their 100s. Which one should I marry? Oh, that's a close call. I don't want to be – I don't like to be shallow or mm-hmm. petty. They haven't aged well. Okay. I think it's also because they're, they're evil. They're evil. Yeah. You I, evil. I don't have a problem with and that. And so they're, their outsides reflect their insides. Oh. So they're, they, they're gnarled old crones. They're like witches. They're they like, might as well be from a fairy tale yeah. or from the Underworld series of films. Oh. Will they be starring in your next Underworld movie? There might be movie. some witches coming up. Oh, okay. my God. I love this. And also uh, a leprechaun. This is like later seasons of True Blood. That's right. Or oh, the they movie got Leprechaun. crazy, right? Yeah. I'm having Warwick Davis is reprising his role. Do you mean role. Warwick? Is it Warwick Davis? I believe it's Warwick. I said Warwick on this show previously, and I was hammered. It should be Warwick. It should be Warwick. I mean, why spell your name that way if you don't want to be called Warwick? Who, like more than one person told you you were wrong? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, it, my heavens. Do they provide any links for proof? <laughs> links or it didn't happen, I said. Ah. Links or it didn't happen. Uh-huh. L-O-I-D-H. H, of course. Lloyd. Lloyd. The Lloyd Squad. Um, <laughs> from Movie Line Magazine. <laughs> oh, no, it was Premier. Premier had the gaff squad. And they would say, uh-oh, he's wearing his watch in the one scene, and then the other scene, he doesn't have his watch I on. I love the gaff squad. I, I love sh- the gaff squad, too, Oh, Scott. that was my favorite. Why didn't they have... Well, how come the gaff squad didn't get their own TV show? Yes! Do you know, uh, Gillian, I think that you should be on a show that's like a drama, like an X-Files... Yes. Where you're investigating gaffs, and it turns yes. out they have a supernatural connection. The gaff squad. What do you like, think about that, Apple? Well, you know what? Your track record speaks for itself. You got the Midas touch, Len. Mm-hmm. I'd produce it, you know? I'd produce it, so I'd, I'd be the buffer between you and the network. Oh, thank God. But I wouldn't direct it, because we'd only end up having what? sex parties on set. <laughs> and no work would get done. <laughs> so how are you going to be the buffer if you're not going to be on set? Oh, no, he doesn't have to be on set. I'm going to Yeah, I'll call him with all of my complaints. I'm very hands-off as a producer. They can do whatever they want. Hands-on as a husband. That's right. Sex body. You're a handful as an actress, right? I mean, I've heard stories about you on Community of just how how much trouble the network has. Are you a bit of a divine decadent diva? Oh, you know what? I, I say, if you haven't stormed off the set this week, go ahead and do it. At least once. Before the week is up. Mm-hmm. Before the week is up. It's Friday evening. Not too late. Just leave. What are your pet peeves about below-the-line people Ugh. and how they treat above-the-line people? Ugh. Ugh. You really put, moisten your lips up. You put on one dollop of <laughs> chapstick. <laughs> I was about to speak a lot of words. Just one little tiny section of your lips. <laughs> They're very dry. Los Angeles is uh, built on a desert. Um, I've heard that. It makes me thirsty. I'm going to have a little Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. <laughs> Classic film. Uh, my, uh, Who was that directed by? Could have used a werewolf. That was directed by Roman Polanski. Oh, you do know. Do you know a secret about him? What? Oh, he was convicted of statutory rape. Correct. Wow. Yeah. I've never heard that before. He had to flee the country. Correct. Wow. Where does he live now? Is France. He, is he still under house arrest? Wasn't he under house arrest for a while? Yeah, he's got an ankle bracelet. So they should call that an anklet. They should call it an anklet. You know, why are you? Why are we wasting so much time? Ankle oh, you bracelet. know why? Because I think anklet means something else. What's it mean? It's like a little bracelet you wear around your ankle. <laughs> well, what's in an ankle bracelet? Uh, a, tr- a government tracker, so they know where you are at all times. So if you say 
ankle clip. bracelet, it can only mean government tracker. That's right. Hmm, okay. I, you know what? I like this guy. He knows a lot of things. Oh, I, thank you I, very I've much. I've been noticing that uh, ever since that sex party, yeah. that during the break, that you guys have really been hitting it off. And I, you know what? I, uh, I bless this union. Really? I hey, really you know do. what? For what it's worth, I bless it too. Oh, I shut up, too. Gary. Oh, well, the tables have turned. Claws in, cat. I'm sorry. He hurt my feelings. He was my first love. Your first love? My truest love. How old are you? <laughs> How old do you have to be to get married? I, I don't know. I'm taking a guess. Well, I'm going to say, ooh, 12. Yeah, you can get married to 12, I you think. From Appalachia? If you have your parents' permission. No. You yeah. can't. No, yeah, you, you can't can. do that. Well, I what, 15? No. I, I believe I believe sixteen is probably the earliest you can. Engineer get. Brett, get on internet. this. Get on this. I'm, I'm Did s- you command him to type it into the internet? Yeah. Do you want to say whoever's closest wins when, without going yeah. over? That's right. Price is right rules. Price is right rules. I, right. W- I went in strong with twelve. I'm going to say one years old. <laughs> Wait, why are you underbidding me? Wait, that doesn't make you're not. Price good. is right you rules. Just say thirteen. Len, go up. It's as close as you can get without going over. Yeah, right? as close uh, without going over. Yeah. So I'm right. saying 12. I'm going to say, seriously? Seriously. Fun, fun aside. Yeah. I'm going to say 16. You're saying 16. Okay. Gilly, I'm going to say you? 15. 15. What do we got, Engineer Brett? Okay. California, if either the bride or groom is under 18, at least one of the minor's parents or legal guardian must appear with the couple. So we're talking that, zero. Yeah, there's no, it doesn't say. Wow. I win. I guess you win. I win. You win. Wait. No, wait. The closest without going over. Oh, we all went over. Ah, that's too bad. Well, no, nobody said 19. No, but we all, no, we all. It's s- under 18. No, but you can get married. You can get married under 18 if you, yeah. if you but how that's, young? What, that's what what's, I'm saying. But, it's zero. Zero is the, the age. But I'm closer to the law. legal age you can get married without your parents. Technicality, present. no. Down, boo, over. Technicality, over. no, down, boo, over. <laughs> Wait, wait. There are more developments. Go ahead. <laughs> Technicality, no dumb boo over. I mean, you just have to appear before a superior court judge. But there's no says. minimum age, so no we all minimum. went over. Aww. Is there like a committee where you have to make your case? Is this in Bel Air? Like we're in love, we're young. Yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. What, what about? Let me ask you this: What would Romeo and Juliet do in modern times if they wanted to get married? Romeo. They were just a couple of crazy kids. I prefer Romeo. You like what Romeo? Did I say? Romeo. Romeo? Wait, what did you, what did you, you say? Romeo. Like R O M Y O? You like say it Romeo? and then I'll, I'll say it, you say it. Romeo. Romeo. It's it's like splitting hairs. It's practically the same. You say thing. the girl's name. Juliet. Juliet. Guys, don't <laughs> don't fight. Is this your first Do you, now do you pronounce your name? Gillian. 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 Like the symbols. Gillian. Like Zildjian? Yeah. Oh. Then I guess it's Are not you like sponsored that. by Zildjian? I should be. Gillian by Zildjian. I say Gillian. Is Gillian like? Do, do people get it confused with like a numerical amount? Like, like oh, 10? there's like a gillion of those. Oh, oh. <laughs> like ten. <laughs> yeah. Are we just shouting numbers now? <laughs> like ten. <laughs> Gillian's rubbing her eyes like this is like, oh, what's happening with you? I'm just so sad. Are you sad? Honey, what's the matter? Why are you so sad? 
Who's talking to me right now? Is it Gary it's or It's me, Len? Gary. What I, are you talking about? I need you. I love you, Gary. It's too hard to be apart. What? This is crazy. <laughs> love is crazy. We're just like Romeo and Juliet. I need you. You know what, Gary? I think this girl really does need you. I'm already married, it turns out. So I think maybe... I think maybe you should go to her. You think so? I do. Now, you directed the crazy movies about the vampires and werewolves. That's right. But they're really love stories. I knew it! Those are love stories? Gillian, would you do me the honor of allowing me to keep my wife in suspended animation and becoming my non-suspended animation wife? I'm crying right now. This, this is, is. Are you I, crying? I'm tearing up. At I'm the tearing very up, least. and also I'm getting very sexually aroused for a sex party. I, a lot of my juices. All are my juices right are going. We have some urine. We have some bile. Milk. We have blood. A lot of milk. I got some milk. Going. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what do you say, honey? I'm on uh, pins and needles over here. Yes. <gasps> yes. All right. She said yes. This is now. Look. This is a huge mistake I could not be happier to be making. This is going to be wonderful. Oh, this, you know what? I have an idea. Anytime uh, one of the couples gets together on The Bachelor, they have the wedding live on the show. Oh. What if we had your wedding live on this show? Do you know what? I'm an internet minister. Could you perform the ceremony? I would be honored to perform the ceremony. Oh, that would be beautiful. Next time what? you're on the show, let's set a date. Do you guys have you picked a date yet? Yeah. Valentine's Day after of his movie. Of course. First, we're gonna begin the morning by screening the movie. <laughs> then in the afternoon, we'll get. Oh married. wait, Valentine's Day. Yeah, let's next take a, year. Okay, next next year. Okay, I Valentine's guess we can do Day's that. already happened, or just about to happen. Or yeah. just about to happen. All right. Who knows when Valentine's Day occurs? Valentine. It's in your heart. <laughs> Valentine's that Day 2015. Sentence. We'll set it right now. All right, live Put it on down the show in ink. That's can fantastic. we sign something saying if you die between now and then, I get all of your money because it's a long engagement. Yeah, would you mind? Uh, yeah, I mean, it seems unlikely okay. that I will die, so certainly I Great. will uh, write up that document. Great. Okay, fantastic. Number ten. All right, good ep. <laughs> Grepisode. Grepisode. That was fun. That, that was, was a good one. I I love I love. Uh, Playing around with Gillian, I think she's terrific, she's so funny. and she's she's always up for it, and she mm-hmm. always she brings so much to it, and she's I didn't not really she's know like her. fearless about it, you know. I didn't really know her. I met her at one party mm-hmm. uh, that my wife had. Uh, talked to her for a bit. Wife, 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 wife. Sad wife bone. <laughs> Sad wife bone. <laughs> That's when you have sex with your wife to cheer her up. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. My, my, my wife. Um, now I had, and and I don't know why, but no, I had met her at two parties. I met her at a, I, I have to admit, I met her at a different party before that one where a person I was with, I was very embarrassed by him because he was, I believe, hitting on her shamelessly and, and, and not being that charming about it. Right. <laughs> it was, I believe, the second party we had gone to on a 4th of July. And uh, I remember being sort of embarrassed by this guy I didn't really know all that well. 
Um, so I'd only known her a couple of times, and then I, I just said, hey, you know, it was through the thr- Thrilling Adventure guy, uh, Hour guys, mm-hmm. because she had done that show several times, and I said I was looking for a guest – and they said, why don't you try Gillian? She's great. And so I threw it out there. And she's so up and game for doing stuff, she immediately said yes and mm-hmm. then has become one of uh, the best guests uh, on this show. And a fan favorite, if I may be so bold, Sir, as to proclaim please her don't. Such. Please don't. May I? No. Please, may I be so I'll, bold? I'll allow it just this fan once. Fan favorite. <laughs> All right. We have to take a break. When we come back, we will crack in. We're going to crack we'll the top the line. We'll release the Kraken. We'll <laughs> be right back. <laughs> when was the last time you treated yourself to some new clothes? If you have to think about it, too long ago. Well, let's change that. Did you know right now there's a shirt with my face on it in the Earwolf store? What? The ultimate honor. <laughs> The new Comedy Bang Bang shirt, which is a throwback to the old days of Comedy Death Ray, is a soft, comfortable, and sophisticated tri-blend and American-made t-shirt. It's available today at store.earwolf.com. If you're not into my face, but you love my voice, well, I don't know how you can wear a t-shirt with my voice on it, but I will say there are four other... CBB-centric t-shirts for you to browse through. Head on over to store.earwolf.com at your leisure. For to pick up new soft tri-blend American-made t-shirts from How Did This Get Made, Comedy Bang Bang, Never Not Funny, Sklarbro Country, and a brand new shirt from Wolf Pop, uh, Earwolf Sister Network. That's cool. And as always, thank you for listening. <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang, we are back here. And uh, Paul F. Tompkins and I, uh, Merry Christmas to you all. I hope you all got something good. If, if you got us some sort of new iPhone or an iPod or something, and you the first thing you did was listen to this show, well... God bless you. <laughs> if you haven't got a hey penny... Well, God bless you. God bless you as well. Yeah. Also, if you sneeze. Do you think... God like, bless at you. The- <laughs> Do you think that that is meant sarcastically? I think when it's so. like if you have, I think we've a, talked about hey, it. If you have, we yeah. I know I know it's going before. We talked about it on this oh, best God of, bless of last you. year. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it, I think I can't. I think I, I think I, I guess I need an app. <laughs> oh no! Oh, we are so far up our oh, own buttholes. No. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Because now it starts to feel like it's a disorder. You know what I, I mean? Know, I know. Like, this like, whole podcast feels like a disorder <laughs> yeah. to me. Like, well, what am I trying to prove? <laughs> like, what sort of mental illness am I trying to cure by doing this show? Are I don't you trying know. to cure it? <laughs> You're trying to exorcise your Well, this, this city is a disease, I will say, and I'm the cure. Marion Cobretti? Cobretti. Cobretti, I know. Ugh, drives me crazy. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, let's crack our top nine. What are you saying? Release the Kraken. Top nine cracker. Here we go. This is episode on your countdown, number nine. Number nine. All right, episode number nine. This is uh, this this is the very first episode of 2014. This is episode 263. This is going way back to way, the beginning of the year. Let's get in the way back machine. This is uh, Holly Wild with Ben Schwartz and Horatio Sands. This is starting out strong, starting yeah. the year out strong. I mean, this is the first episode of 2014, and it, it made number nine on your countdown. That's pretty impressive. Now, Ben Schwartz, uh, people know from his own TV show, House of Pies, and he is also – he plays uh, Jean Raffio on Parks and Rec. Yeah. Which is about to enter – Got into- canceled. Got canceled. <laughs> the canceled TV show Parks and Rec. The cancellation bear had its way with Parks and Rec. 
<laughs> That's... <laughs> um, but Ben is uh, uh, one of my favorite people to do the show with, and uh, this was his first appearance in 2014 on the show. And he normally does the first episode of the year because House of Pies uh, comes on right away in the year, and so he likes to promote it. And um, he's very, he loves to promote stuff. <laughs> he he really is very he 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 takes care of business, as they say. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, he is on the show, and, and Horatio and he are good friends, and they like to do the show together. I believe they do uh, an, impro- an improv show together uh, every week, perhaps, uh, and uh, they work really well together. And so I love having them both on the show together. Now, in this episode, Horatio is playing Coco Marx, who is the descendant of Groucho Marx. <laughs> That's right. Whom you and I both met – uh, in Detroit? Yeah, on the I road. Say, yeah, on the road. I think it was Detroit. I think yeah. it was Detroit um, in the Comedy Bang Bang Live episodes from 2013. Uh, Paul and I went on tour together, and Paul did every single uh, show, and Horatio did three episodes with us. He did Milwaukee, Chicago, and Detroit. Wanted to do to, uh, Toronto, but couldn't get into the country. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Got some issues. Or it, or it was – I think it it wasn't that he couldn't get into the country. I think it was that um, we would have had to pay some money for some visa or work visa or something. I don't it, know was it was complicated. Yeah. It was a Meryl Streep and Alec Baldwin situation. And uh, so Coco Marks, we met in Detroit, and uh, he his story, I believe, is that he uh, – <laughs> He oh, he had a video really, store. Yeah, it's really convoluted. He had a video store and he sold tapes of people peeing on celebrities or something. Yeah, well, he had just normal videos. Yeah, but he wasn't paying the bills, so then right. he had he had to <laughs> he was rent out tapes of no choice. celebrities peeing on each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he wanted to be a comedian and he tried out a lot of his jokes um, on stage in Detroit with us. And so we're going to hear uh, his return to the show with Ben Schwartz. This is. Episode 263, Holly Wilde, this is your number nine. Number nine. Tell us a little bit. You you started off in the music industry, correct? Well, yes. I used to I used to have a record store. Oh, very cool. Right there in uh, Pasadena and Colorado Boulevard. It used to be called Golden Memories. What was okay. the best way to get there, by the way? Like uh, from, uh, say, I don't know, Pasadena. Uh, no, it's in Pasadena. It yeah, if you're from Pasadena, from you're here already. From Westwood. Right. What I like to do is I like to take the two. Down to 134. And 134, you take it down to Colorado. So just maps And it. in Colorado, you make it right, and you run into it. I mean, it's uh, I think it's around, it used to be around 6,300 East Colorado. Okay, so we Fantastic. don't need to. Okay, well, yeah, we can get well, the it's gone now, not, so there's no need there to talk anymore. about it. Okay. It's gone. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, Napsters and Spotify's and whoever. Yeah, I bet. Uh, just really ran me uh Ran me out of business. All sorts of records? Like everything? So it used to be all records. It used to be cassette tapes of old radio programs. <laughs> And uh, eventually, uh, we had to lower ourselves and sell uh, sex tapes of, oh, uh, of celebrities. Now, were they records of, of sex tapes? I would take, uh, yeah, I would take videotapes, and I would put them on the vinyl. Uh, <laughs> so just so the audio go, of sex Just to hear the sounds? Just to hear the sounds of sexuality. Uh, to some people, <laughs> fun. To other people, it's shocking and disturbing. <laughs> uh, you know, I had a one of Gavin McLeod. Uh, you had a what? Uh, a tape of, of Gavin McLeod. Oh, from, Gavin McLeod. Oh, from, uh, from Love the Love Boat. Boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and from uh, Mary Tyler Moore show. Uh, he was getting uh, serviced mm. uh, at an S and M house, and it's not something you want to play for the kids. No, that would be tough. Uh, but you know, it's just, it was a specialty kind of thing. 
And uh, I'm no longer in business, boss. What was what was some of the sounds that Gavin McLeod would make? Oh, that's I'm a good question. I'll be the girl. Gavin, you know what to do. Well, first off, it wasn't a girl. Oh, it was a guy. It, uh, okay. it was an uh, executioner. Sure. Oh, it was an executioner? <laughs> okay, I'll play the ex- executioner. What? Okay. okay. Uh, Gavin, can you please put the sponge on your head? Okay. 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 No, I'm, uh, I'm lowering the little hat thing. Ah. Uh, Three. Do you have there any, ain't no love in here, baby. Do you have any prayers? No, do you want to say? Huh? Prayers? Oh yeah. I pray that you beat me. <laughs> Hold I on. I pray that you enter me. Wait. So Gavin McLeod. Gavin McLeod was. Well, was, that was just an exoip. Oh my! By the it way, it wasn't a real. It wasn't a real tape. But there was some like it goes like that. He was He's, executed. What are we talking about right no, now? He, oh, uh, he used to be a guy thing. dressed oh, like it, an execution in the S and M house. I got okay, it. Yeah, got I got it. it. It's fucked up from Gavin. Oh. So parents would probably have a problem with that also. It's not just kids. Captain Stubing. My goodness. I mean, yeah. I mean, everybody has a problem, but you know what I mean. It's a porn industry, of course. Yeah. Anything goes these you days. Roll with I mean, the, the crazier the better. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that uh, makes I sense. just can't. I can't deal with that anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, yes. Benny Schwartz. Oh, that was cool. Do you miss the celebrity sex tape biz? Oh, there was some charming to it. Yeah. Oh, um, I do miss it. I miss. I miss. Sometimes we'd make deals with people. And we would actually make the sex tape. Oh, really? You would record it? And uh, no video, of course, right? And then we'd pretend that we stole it off someone's computer. Oh. But it was all an inside uh, gag, you know. Yeah, yeah who were course. some of the celebrities back then? Well, Ray J and Kim Kardashian. I, Wait, you uh, were the I recorded pers- that one. Really? Yeah. You were and, behind uh, the camera for that? <laughs> I was behind the camera. What did it smell like? Um, oh, that's a good question, Scott. It smelled like, like the Hollywood Y. The Hollywood Y. Sure. With YMCA's Chanel number no. five on it. Ooh. Do, so, you, do you mean the Y in the Hollywood sign? <laughs> the Hollywood Y or the YMCA? We just need to know. Yeah, also, I just how need, would really you, need to narrow this just, down. I know I'm going to regret it. The as, Hollywood sign Y. How could you get to the Hollywood sign from here? Do you know how to get there? Yeah, do you know how, Coco? I do. You go to Beachwood. Oh, God. And there's a sign that says no uh, no hilltop access, but just ignore that. You make a left and you make your way up the hill. Okay. Eventually, you'll be right there at the base of the Hollywood cool, sign. Cool, cool, and cool. if you go inside the H, I'll tell you, it smells like the YMCA oh, on okay. Sunset Boulevard. Got it. Okay. Not the Y. But not the Y. No, no, what no. What do you do now for work? So I'm assuming that that industry is dead for you. Well, right now I'm uh, starting to do, do some comedy. You know. yeah, oh, we get out of here. We talked about this in Detroit. You did some of his comedy for us. Very cool, man. I wasn't necessarily a fan, but... Uh, well... Uh, hey, well, I'll bring more, yeah, I'll, I'll do a joke for you. Do you need any setup? So you're, you can just no, I don't need any setup. Okay. I, that's how you know you write a joke by yourself and then you do it. Well, okay, you don't have to be an asshole. <laughs> I'm not joking. I, you know, I'm not Marks, being an asshole. I'm just to be making, fair, you know. Coco, the Marx Brothers, there were three of yes, them. The whole bit with your family is that there's more than one. Well, all my brothers are dead. So all your brothers are dead. Yeah, these Marx Brothers are all dead. So there's only <laughs> so one you're Marx. the only remaining the only, grandson. That's right. right then this comedy so better sorry. be good. It is good, and it's topical, Ben. A lot of these comics, they just say whatever, and it's not topical. This is topical comedy. Good. I once shot a teenager in my pajamas. Oh, my God. How he got in my pajamas, I'll never know. (laughs) But he was carrying Skittles and iced tea, so it was justified. There's jokes like this, you see, that make you think about society. Mm. Wait a second. The first part was an actual joke. That was an that was a Groucho joke. And, oh, that's a real Groucho joke. Yeah. I was gonna say it's an amazing joke. I borrow sometimes from my grandfather. And then what setups. do you do to the end of it? And then I put on some social commentary on it. But that doesn't make any sense. The end part. Well, it's I believe it's a Trayvon Martin uh, reference. Thank you. Uh, can you give me another? <laughs> sure. I saw this movie, Twelve Years a Slave. Oh boy. More like two and a half hours bummed out. Okay. You see that because it was a depressing movie. 
Yeah. And, uh, is this still the joke? Should I shut this up? Is the joke. Oh, <laughs> this is the joke. Oh, that's already yeah. oh, yeah. it ended. 12 yeah. years of slave. Have you ever thought about saying the end after your punchline? That's just so I don't know when they end. No, I haven't, but I guess I will. You okay. should. I'm, I hate to be an asshole, but you should. It would really yeah. help. Can we hear another joke? Oh, and make sure the next joke doesn't have the words the end in the actual joke, because then we'd be confused. Okay. Okay. You know, we're in Hollywood. A lot of gay people here. Oh, no. I mean, you know, I have nothing against it, but you know, it's true. And, uh, you know, people always ask me, what do I think about gay rights? Well, I like gay rights. I like gay lefts. It's the middle. I'm not thrilled about because that's where the penis is. The end. <laughs> I don't know that you needed the sentence right before the end. Were I think guys, we got it. <laughs> were you guys talking about Bruce Jenner earlier? Who? No. Bruce Jenner. Let me tell you about Bruce Jenner. <laughs> this guy has had so much surgery on his face. When he sneezes, he comes out of his nose. The end. <laughs> that means the skin has been pulled up. So much that now his penis is somewhere where his nose is. I think the end makes them all so funny. I like the end. Him saying the end of the end makes it so funny to me. Do you have one more? I have, really hit I have one for you, my friend. Hit the end softly. That means it's going to be Jewish. I know it's going to be no, a bad one. No, it's not going to be Jewish. Right. Uh, you know, there's no surprise that I, I fool around with some ladies of the night. You know, okay. and sometimes they're not that clean. So, you know, after I have sex with them. Some people refer to my house as House of Flies. The end. <laughs> because flies are shooting out of their vagina because they're so dirty. Yeah. I mean, this is a, that's what we suppose. There's a setup of a joke. You say uh, you know a lot, I've noticed. You know. <laughs> I don't know if we do, though. I hate to be the asshole. I don't know if we do know. Yeah. I have a runner. I'm going to run all my House of Lies jokes. Oh, boy. I can't believe you have House of Lies here. This House is actually of ties. amazing. Oh, good. Sure. House of Ties. Keep going. All sorts of ties, bow ties, funny ties, piano ties, all kinds of ties. Yeah. We got House of Mice. Uh, a lot of people. <laughs> you lost me. A lot of people have problems with mice these days, and so if you have too many, you can call it a House of Mice. I got another one here, House of Styes. <laughs> no! This is a, a, it's a house full of people that have size in their eyes. And that reminds me of another one, House of Eyes. This is when you go to some place, and no one talks to you, but they keep staring at you. I got another one. House of Bill Nye's. This the is science a house, guys? This is a house full of Bill Nye's, the science guys. Say the end after all the of them. Or I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Shit, that's good. Oh, wow. my goodness. Benny, it's a pleasure to be here. Huge. Uh, um, I've been trying stand-up, and that's the point. Is it, uh, you know, the economic downfall? It's not bad. It takes a while to get good at that stuff. I'm t- it's yeah, a very difficult process. I mean, process. for a beginner, it's not bad. It's a- I, want, I once shot a pupusa in my pajamas. How it got in my pajamas, <laughs> I'll never know, because it's a pupusa. It's a little empanada. I got it. I know what so a pupusa So it has is. to kind of take my pajamas. It's a tiny empanada. Cut out the fabric and make a little pajamas. You know, when your grandfather did this joke, it was He hasn't just said so the end yet. He hasn't said the end oh, yet. Oh, sorry. The end. Oh, okay. okay. No, guys. Scott. When your grandfather did this joke, it was just so simple. He just said, I shot an elephant in my pajamas, how he got in my pajamas, I'll never know. That's funny. He didn't have to that's say right. the end. That's perfect. It just, that's, everyone knew it was the end because that's those, all the information you need. In the old days, you can make jokes like this. Yeah. Now, now kids want more. More info, more info, internet. You, you have know. to well, shock. Well, now they have the Louis C.K.'s, you know, the, the shocking uh, comedians, you know, who use uh, uh, shocking language. Name a shocking comedian. I mean, I don't know. I, I like Louis C.K., but you know, in my day... We didn't call our kids cunts and whatnot. Yeah. You know, if you had a kid, you know, you sent them away to school. Yeah. And you had your wife take care of them. 
He didn't call them dicks or cunts or whatever he's doing. Got it. You know what I mean? Got yeah. it. I get it. Yeah. That's more of a. <laughs> that's more of a. Yeah. You now don't have to say the end after every sentence. By he knows the way, he gets response. a laugh. He's learning. Oh, it's working. It is so working. For it. If it ain't broke, right? You're the end comedian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, stop doing God. that to your mic. Stop God, fiddling that shit made with me it. Laugh if, you're, so if you're listening at home and you're sitting there having a little eggnog by the fireplace, I guess eggnog in, in from, January. <laughs> yeah. the expired eggnog. Leftovers. Yeah. yeah. There's another hint if you want. If you want eggnog year-round, just put it in the freezer. That's a hint. Put That's something everybody knows. <laughs> Refrigerate your goods. That's something so they don't expire. What are you saying? That's like, I have a little hint. If you want clean Boy, clothes, pop what, them Scott in the laundry. I'm glad this guy isn't at my shows, uh, because if I have to explain every single joke <laughs> to every single audience member, you know, I won't get home till March. The end. <laughs> what happens if you're doing the show in March? <laughs> Well, then I won't get home till next March. <laughs> that makes sense. So, Coco, uh, you want to be a comedian. I mean, it, it's a life change for you. I mean, that's that's a big thing, you know? But like, how do you make your money is my question. Yeah. Because you can't – like, at the beginning when we did comedy, I'm assuming you say we used Scott, it took me years till I made money. Sure. Did you make anything on the uh, your business being – was there a fire? I can't remember oh, exactly. there was a yeah. fire. Did you burn it down? It's a I lot burn- of vinyl in that place. Wax burns quick. That's right. It was a terrible fire. It ruined all my vinyl. Yeah. Ruined all my tape. As it turns out, there's no kind of media that survives fire. Mm. I thought if I turned everything into CDs that it would live forever. No, but can I tell you, if you put it on the internet, it probably would have. Yeah, the cloud. I hate to be an asshole, yeah. I should have put it on a cloud. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. I mean, it's fantastic, this whole thing, the cloud. Yeah. I I, I don't even know. Sounds like a setup. Keep going. (laughs) Let's see how it ends. It's fantastic, this whole thing, the cloud. cloud. Keep going. Riff. Riff on this. Yeah, go. This is what a comedian does. Go. Yeah, you saw a good reaction from us, so keep going. Okay. This this cloud, uh, you know, you put information on it. Yeah. Sure. Um, I wonder if you could uh, sleep on it. <laughs> you know, like a little baby sleeping on a cloud. The end. <laughs> oh, wow. That took an unexpected Race turn. Ray Park. I, I love did, the end. I, I love the end. I, you got to keep that. I suggest changing 100% of your material, <laughs> but keep the end. I Those are tough good. notes to take. You know what? It's, you got to hear this kind yeah, of stuff when you you're do. starting out. You know, like you someone do. has to come up. I think. After you do one open mic, your first open mic, someone should come over to you and tell you you have to get rid of all of it. You don't think – is there ever a comedian that did his first open mic and, like, crushed in real life was like – I bet they did, but is there any comedian who's been doing it for 10 years, 15 years, who's doing what they did at their first open mic, you think, still? I guess just Coco. I am. (laughs) See? How many jokes have you written, Coco? I've written, like, 15 jokes. Oh, wow. And And I usually tell them all each time. How many minutes is your set for 15 jokes? 15, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. So like a minute of joke. A minute of joke. Cool, man. That's pretty good. Do you have one more for us? Oh, uh, let me see here. Oh, yeah. Here's one that's current. <laughs> don't say that's current. Here's a current one. You don't have to say it. Just say it. I made a killing on Wall Street. I shot one of those hippies at Occupy Wall Street. I probably shouldn't say Wall Street twice on that joke. <laughs> Is this still the joke? Wait, also, Occupy Wall Street. That's still going on, isn't it, Benny? No? Okay. Oh, wait, is this the joke? Do you yeah, we're still waiting. Oh, yeah, I made a killing on Wall Street. We're still waiting, though, because we haven't heard. You probably shouldn't. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was supposed to run. Yeah. I made a killing on Wall Street, guys. Yeah, I shot one of those hippies in Occupy Wall Street. <laughs> uh-huh. The end. <laughs> ah, thank you. The That's end, what we were waiting for. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to tell you, this business is a little hotter than I thought. <laughs> but I'll, I, luckily, I got a good name, Coco Mox. How did you how did you get the name Coco oh, by the way? How do you spell that? I don't know if it's I C O C O A. C O A C O A. So literally like, like, like Coco. The, it's like Coco. Drink. 
like cocoa. like hot cocoa. It's like cocoa. Like it's like Ice, Ice Tea's wife, and like what Aaron Neville rubs. <laughs> cocoa. Name one Aaron Neville song. You real quick. Uh, I know that one about cotton. That's Tell it like it is. You know that song? I don't know that. Uh, Coco, do you, I know, you know that, that song? song? I bet oh, Coco I know, knows that I know, song. Um, That's a great song. One of my favorites. Tell it like it is. Yeah. How does that uh, one go, Coco? That's what you're saying. Tell it like <laughs> it is. Okay. Coco does a crazy okay. good Aaron Neville. <laughs> I love Coco's Aaron Neville. Wow. I've I met Aaron Neville. I don't know much, uh, but I know I love you. <laughs> you're turning into Sammy Davis. Well, that's Coco singing Aaron Neville. I need to know. <laughs> yeah, that's the end. <laughs> How about this? How about we? You can have it. I'm gonna give it to you. How about we do this? We set each other up, and someone else has to do the punchline. Okay. Okay. You only have ten go. seconds to think of punchline. If All you right. don't, if you can't think of it in ten seconds, you have to go with this. I'm a dumb dumb. Okay. Okay. Great. Here we go. So Coco, set me up. We'll go around the room until it gets back to you. Okay. Perfect. Give me a real setup. Don't give me a fucking crazy lunatic one. What do you call a monkey with amnesia? <laughs> I don't know the punchline it is, by the <laughs> way. I know. I'm yeah. supposed to think of it. I'm supposed to think of it. You call it orangutan, you say? I don't know. I'm okay, a let dumb, me try. Dumb. Ah, let me try. Right. <laughs> Same joke or different one? Same joke. All right. What do you call a monkey with amnesia? I forget. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> I'm going to give you a new one. That's a great one. Okay. All right. So everybody, ch- chime in if you have. It would be better because okay. I just blew that one. What do you call? What do you call a monster on a skateboard? Um. Oh, ogre. I'm thinking ogre. Okay, which makes me think of Shrek. Uh, which makes me think of Shrek and Fiona. What about which? Um, which uh, uh, skateboard tricks are called like? Oh, I wish I knew a skateboard trick. Um, or uh, a skateboard company. Or I don't know anything about skateboards. They have Wilson. They have four wheels. Is this the joke? No, I'm just I'm thinking out loud as I. Okay, sure, sure, sure. It helps me sort of write jokes. Do you have anything, Coco? Um, a monster on a skateboard. Yeah. Mm. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> you can use Oprah Winfrey for most any punchline. <laughs> what is it? Wait, do another. What's the, what was the joke before? What do you call chimpanzee with him? Oh, no, no. Don't say that. Don't say that. Come on. Don't say that. Way too soon. Way too soon. I was trying to remember what the first joke was. I wasn't trying to. Come on. Okay, I got an answer for that one. A monkey with amnesia? Yeah. Davy Jones. Okay, not, not bad. Oh, not David, Mickey. Mickey Dolan. Because he's probably cuckoo now anyway at this <laughs> point. One more setup. we got to get one. Three funny people here. Okay, what do you call a uh, nun who uh, has the highest pole vault of all time? What do you call a nun who has the highest pole vault of all time? Mm-hmm. Um, um, mm. Closer to God? Mm, okay, not bad. Coco? Sister Pole Vault. <laughs> I'm going to go with Virgin Records. <laughs> you set yourself up, you son of a bitch. That's a beauty. Yeah, you, know yeah, maybe. Bunch <laughs> you work from the back maybe. forward. Maybe. I don't know. You work from the back forward. Don't say, I don't know. <laughs> it's not maybe. cheating. It's not cheating, man. That's hey, funny as shit. Eating, eating is not cheating. That's funny as shit. Eating ain't cheating. Number nine. And of course, we ended with eating ain't cheating. Speaking of, of that, course. of course, EAC. nice <laughs> EAC. So that's Bill Clinton. 
He says it so much that he has to. He has to, yeah. It's like, and then people know what it is. It's yeah. like WTF or yeah. BRB for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just walks around saying EAC, EAC. and people go, all right, Bill. <laughs> yeah, we know. Eating ain't cheating. <laughs> all right, we have to take a break. When we come back, we <gasps> will why? We'll release the Kraken again. We'll crack into your top eight. <laughs> we'll release, wait, when do we put the Kraken back in its pen? We never do. There's so many Krakens running around here. There's more. I thought it was just the Kraken. <laughs> The crack. What I mean to say is the kraken that I'm about to release. It's not just the titular kraken. The eponymous kraken. <laughs> Fuck you. No. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with more comedy bag bag after this. <laughs> hey guys, have you checked out Earwolf's new sister network, Wolf Pop, yet? What is Wolf Pop? Wolfpop is a new podcast network devoted to all things pop culture, and it's brought to you by us here at Earwolf and also Paul Shear who curated all the shows. He called up all of his friends and even people he didn't know and put together an incredible lineup of shows. We have Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time, period, with Kamau Bell and Kevin Avery. We have Get Up On This with Jensen Karp and Matthew Robinson. You have Cry Babies with Sarah Thayer and Susan Orlean. Uh, Malton on Movies with Leonard Malton and Baron Vaughn. OMFG with Emily Foster, Deanna Raphael, uh, Rotten Tomatoes podcast, Reading Aloud with Nate Cordry, The Canon with Amy Nicholson and Devin Faraci. So many great shows. Head on over to iTunes or check out our new website at wolfpop.com. Hey, Comedy Bang Bang, we're back and we have our final episode that we're going to get to on this uh, uh, best of part two. Let's just release it all of a Kraken. <laughs> You're, you're you're giggling a lot. I know. I like it. I enjoy doing these shows. Uh, you know what? I do too. Why else would I've we do really it? I've really been looking forward to it. Yeah. Yes. Why else would we do it? I mean, we could close up shop right now, but we enjoy it. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. There was a weird noise. Engineer, <laughs> Engineer Cody Sam slipped out the back jack. He didn't mean to be coy, Roy, but. Okay. All right. Um, this is uh, on the countdown. This is episode eight. Number eight. It's not episode eight. It's number eight on the countdown. Anyway. Episode eight will be going way back. Yeah, boy. Um, probably not a great episode. Not a grep episode, I would say, going all the way back that's, to eight. That's back to the days of uh, uh, Comedy uh, Death uh, Ray. Comedy Death Ray. Uh, uh, one point whatever. Why well, was it? One oh, what did we used to be on? 105.4. 105, the ducket. 98.7? Something like that. <laughs> Body temperature. <laughs> 98 degrees. 98.6. Uh, this is uh, episode 283. Can you guess which one this is, Paul? I can. <clears throat> okay, then do it. Mm, yeah. 283. Remember, the last we heard was 263. That was the first episode of the year. So we're talking 20 eps later. 20 eps later. I was doing bonus eps around here, so you can probably say I was doing what five, five, bonus eps, eps every, every month. So I was doing about five per month. You were doing a lot. Yeah. So if you're saying you've gone through five in January, five in February, five in March, five in April. So this is probably the end of April. April. Which, what does the end of April mean to Comedy Bang Bang? <laughs> it's our anniversary anniversary show this is the happy anniversary, anniversary to, 
Perfect. <laughs> this was the fifth anniversary show. Hard to believe. Hard to believe that we would do this so many years <laughs> and in a row. Oh, yeah. Not taking breaks. No. But all not taking row. three years on, three not years take, off. Not taking sabbaticals. One for me, one for them. <laughs> uh, yeah, you do this other podcast. It's super smart. <laughs> this had Jessica St. Clair on it. Lennon Parham. Both, Jessica St. Clair. We know them, of course, from Playing House, uh, which uh, USA just picked up. Congratulations That's right. Congratulations to them. To them. Uh, BFF still canceled. So sorry. <laughs> but they may pick it up at some point. Uh, they may. Who knows? We have Jason Manzukas on the show. Zooks. Uh We have the aforementioned Lauren Lapkus is on this episode. Lapikas. Matt Besser. Um, and Paul Rust and Neil Campbell. Uh, but the uh, part that we are going to hear is uh, we're going to hear when uh, one of our old friends, Mike the Janitor, came in. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's set this up a little bit because – Good luck to you. I, uh, Mike the Janitor is played by you. Yes. And you walked into the room mm-hmm. and uh, we all said, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Hot for teacher started playing. Oh, right. Everyone looked over their sunglasses. At me. Yeah. Um, no, you walked in and and uh, I I kind of mouthed, "Who are you going to play?" And you you meant you motioned to me, "You pick." Oh yeah, that's right. Because yeah. I really, for whatever reason, I, I I can't remember why at the time I was completely at a loss because I felt like I'd done every, every character. Yeah. Uh, a little recently, like because yeah. you were recording a lot of episodes. I believe I was filming the show, and so we were doing a lot of episodes concurrently. And banking them, we were banking them. So you had yeah. been doing it a lot at this point. Yeah, and so yeah, you, yeah. you, you maybe felt uh, not burned out, but uh, like you'd I just, been doing a lot of. These. I couldn't decide like who would be an who would appropriate be fresh. character yeah. to bring back. Yeah. So you just uh, <laughs> said you pick. <laughs> And I don't know why, but I said, oh, Mike, the janitor is here. It was a very weird choice. (laughs) Very weird choice. A character you don't do often. I think I'd done it once before. Once before, and I don't think you've done it since. (laughs) No. But I enjoy him. I was listening to it today, trying to figure out this clip, and I was like, this guy's got to come back. For some reason, I feel like Mike, the janitor may have made three appearances on the show. Maybe. maybe. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, But Mike, the janitor is a very simple guy. I'm sure we'll hear it in this clip. <laughs> All he wants to do. <laughs> he, just, he just has one thing out of life to clean up. All he wants to do is just clean up after other people, clean their filth. But the only thing he wants in return. The only thing he asks. Is a paycheck. Is a paycheck for <laughs> and, doing that. And health benefits. Yeah. <laughs> and full dental. Now, um, on this clip, we have Jason Manzukas. People know from the league. He plays Rafi. Uh, and we also have Tracy Reardon, our good friend, um, Lauren Lapkus, playing Tracy Reardon, who is the 16-year-old girl who has her butt pierced. She works for Baskin Robbins. She has a dead, and dead grandmother. She has, two, she has two jobs. Oh, yeah. Baskin Robbins and Claire. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Piercing people. That's now, right. previous to this, on the previous episode, I believe, uh, Tracy, and I, I believe this is germane to the clip we're about to hear, hmm. she she talks about T-shirts where she's she is going to have her famous phrases with something on the front and something on the back. That's right. So the first part of a phrase on the front, then uh, the other part of the phrase on the back. Yes. So like, help me on the front, Rhonda on the back. That's right. So I believe that comes up. I, I made a is note this the that first, I the first instance of this. No, no, no. We had talked about it oh, okay. before, I, but I, it comes up, and you may not know what we're talking <laughs> oh, about unless. That's so, why it's Jermaine. Right. So uh, this is Mike the Janitor, Jason Manzukas, and Tracy Reardon. Um, this, and this episode is like two hours long, and it has so many great clips, but this is the one that we uh, chose. You know, of course, it has 
uh, Matilda Bessarina. It has the Bachelor Brothers, <laughs> and it has Wampler and Re- and uh, uh, <laughs> Wampler and uh, oh fuck, who's who's Lennon? Listler, Listler, jeez. Oh. Um, but this is the one that we're going to pick. This is, of course, Mike the Janitor, and this is your number eight. Number eight. In any case, uh, someone just walked into the show. It's our fifth anniversary uh, episode, and someone just came in, and uh, you know, we want to find s- out who it is. We want to say hello to the person. I mean, it's been five years that we- it's been five years that it's we've been, been doing. I mean, we all know who it is. We all know who it is. Because we're looking at the person. And yet we want the person to announce themselves because this is a special anniversary show. And, of course, we know it's Mike the Janitor. Hey, he's been here for five years. Hey, Mike. guys? Sweeping up stuff. Good to see everybody. I can't believe you followed us to the new studio. Uh, Yeah. uh, Good luck trying to shake me off. I'll always find you. I'll always find the studio (laughs) You work here now? Oh, hello, young lady. How do you do? Tracy Reardon. Do you remember we almost went to a prom together? I do. But then I went with Scott instead. Sorry. You were on that show? <laughs> what What show? <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, we had a whole competition with David Wayne. <laughs> I forgot. Wayne Days, my favorite web series. <laughs> Was that Wayne. the last time I saw you, Mike? Well, I've seen you I around the halls. So, yeah. Well, obviously around the halls. And of course, I have run my gaze, Mr. Rockman, because you are my superior. Of course. Uh, what I do is I clean people's garbage, and all I ask in return. Is a paycheck. Yeah, That's all I ask. And a healthy one. That's I the only this. thing. It's my life's work. I clean people's garbage. The only thing I ask in return is a paycheck, health benefits. Health benefits, of course. Sure yeah. Are you in a Social union? Security. Mike, oh, yeah. Are you in a union? Janitor's union, yeah. local 402. Powerful. Oh, yeah. There's the 400. The fight now. Fighting 402? Fighting 402. Custodial. Uh, 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 excellence uh, <laughs> is our aim, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, uh, keeping uh, people out and keeping us in is your game. Is your game? Is our yes. game. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Wait, I know we're already done talking about this, but I feel like "winy days" is finally spelled correctly. <laughs> <laughs> But well, you've been holding on to that since that time. Well, we I couldn't stop thinking about it just now. Yeah, finally I, they I spell had, it the way that you would spell I it. I had to tell everyone. Yeah. Well, welcome, Mike. It's so great to see you. It's great to be here cleaning up filth left behind by <laughs> hey, other people. Hey, did you see Manzukas's Dukas's oh, on a regular basis? I did go to the bathroom just earlier. Oh, don't I know it? Oh, you yeah. cleaned up a Zooks Dukes. <laughs> Getting wheels. Oh, I didn't clean. know it had its own segment. Play the theme for that. Yep. Hey, Brett. Donkey. Brett, donkey drop it in. Come on, Donk. Let's hear the. There it is. Ooh, There's the theme. Makes me sound to like a big Dukes. Poop, poop. It's just the, it's the modern poop, day Fred that's the Norris. That's that comes out. Donk. But Mike, it's been a while. It's, it's been, a been while. quite a while. It's been, been a while, while since I've been here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I haven't been uh, uh, here in the studio sure. in quite some time. You, you've kept it uh, relatively clean. I mean, it's a new place. Yeah. Uh, soon enough, you'll tarnish it with your uh, disgusting habits. <laughs> sure. And you, you guess that a less than animals will come in here <laughs> and yeah. disrespect every public place they can find. Uh-huh. Put on your shades. Whoa, he got really cool. <laughs> just wanted to put on my shades for some reason and just, uh, yeah, anyway. Oh, they fold, fold them up. Yeah, fold they fold them up. They're so tiny oh, now. thank God we have a visual bit <laughs> to just, do just so during you know, this podcast. That Mr. Rockman, because he's a very sophisticated gentleman, he has uh, sunglasses that fold not just uh, the regular way where those little arms will fold in and you can put them in a pocket. They also fold at the bridge. Mm-hmm. So you can about- make it into a less convenient ball <laughs> These of sunglasses. These have like seven points of articulation. <laughs> They're like the world's best action figure. They're like a K turn that you put on your face. <laughs> but if you only had one eye, it'd be great because you wouldn't unfold the other side. Sure, you just go like this. 
Why don't you get it on a stick and hold it up like a <laughs> yeah. yet? Look it up. Ooh. Look it up. I've had some college. Janet is a fancy. <laughs> really? What college? How much college did you? Have? Uh, I went to. I went to school in Boston for uh, just about eight years. Oh, a school in Boston? <laughs> yeah, huh? it's just uh, I went to I went to a school in Boston oh, for about okay. eight years. Were you a yeah. janitor? We at know the time? what you're talking about. Uh, no, I was not a janitor at the time. Well, like good. You know what? Here's the thing. I was a math professor. <laughs> oh boy, I was okay. a genius math professor. You were the professor. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I taught. I taught. Uh, all right, it was Harvard, and I taught. Uh, taught uh, math okay. there. Were, you, asked, asked were you ever confronted with like a degree of excellence in someone who wasn't even a student that you felt? Like challenged. Did to, you have, did you have to do some sort of a swap situation when Freaky Friday? Well, now <laughs> these are two different things: the swap situation, <laughs> yeah. where everyone retains their own consciousness, <laughs> right? And but physical. Just form. you had to change jobs because someone was better at it. Well, you know, I. Here's the thing: is this a body switch, like the movie Switch with yeah. Ellen Barkin? Is it a body switch Let's, or is it just a swapping job? I or need, is it? I'm going to need four more examples of body switching movies. Thirteen going can, on thirty. Okay. Big. Right. Uh, That's not a, body big, not a body big switch. Big is not a body switch. Body Sorry, little grow, lady. Body grow. Yeah. So body, it's 13 yeah. Give me three more examples of body grow movies. Okay, okay there's the thirteen oh, going on thirty. Wait, thirteen going on thirty. All right, and big are not body switch movies. The body, body grow, grow movies. movies. Body grow established movies. that genre. I've read every page at IMDb. By the way, I know everything about everybody. You memorized IMDb. <laughs> well, she's only seen, seen one movie. I've only seen Blue Jasmine. I know everything about every movie. What's my pro rating? What's my star meter? Well, you're barely on it because you're a janitor. You're like five billion. That's not bad for a janitor. I shouldn't be on if there. If you're at all. even on there, that's amazing. You are because your appearance. You are yourself on some show. You that's appeared right. as yourself. It was a trip. <laughs> it was a tribute to the late great Stanley. <laughs> but you were sweeping up Excelsior. at the end. <laughs> and I also, you were up at the background. It said you were on blind date as but well. But you added yourself. Yeah, I did do a blind date. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did oh, you, did we you had a fifth wheel. <laughs> That's a different show, right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I need four more examples of dating shows. <laughs> All right. Uh, cheaters. Uh, cheaters? <laughs> That's not really a dating show. That's they a, you've don't been, go on date. No cheaters do been, go on dates. They're dating, they're dating somebody. You've been caught dating. You've been caught show. dating the long prison. That's a TV show. You've been caught dating. <laughs> You know so what you happened? think you can date. You know what happened? So you to think cheaters? you can date, but you can't because you won't. The original host <laughs> and you don't. Uh, Tommy, what was his name? Uh, Bahama. Tommy Grant. Oh, oh yeah. Tommy Grant. Tommy, Tommy Bahama. Bahama. I love to have his... a show, but I think he'd be great. He He's needs his own show. I love his Laid fashion. Laid-back style, uh, killer fashion. Love it. Love it. Wicker hat. I would like. <laughs> the not straw. Wicker. What are they? That sounds like they're a really hat. heavy. It's like you, a chair on your head. Are you saying Ricker hats? Wicker hats. <laughs> Don Wickles. <laughs> oh, we heard about Mr. Rickles, by the way. That's uh, last week's show, anyway. Yummy. <laughs> Is that your catchphrase? Yeah. And what's on the back of that t shirt? Uh, my baby loves it. <laughs> okay, very nice. Yummy on the front, baby loves it on the back. <laughs> oh, you know about these t-shirts. I love t-shirts. Well, he heard it on the episode. Reardon oh. tees? Reardon tees, of I'm course. I'm dying for someone to make me them and send them to me for free. <laughs> yeah, really? How do they get a hold of you? I'm on Twitter now, actually. You are on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I'm on Twitter, at Tracy Reardon. Um, How's me. it spelled? It's spelled T-R-A-C-Y. T-Y? 
T R A C I R E T R R E A R D O N. Even though Earwolf spells it with the E. Yeah, T R A R. Is there a little heart over the I for Tracy? If I could do that, I have to learn how to use that on the computer. You do you like emojis? I do, Daddy. Young people. Made me uncomfortable. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Just a love story between a 17-year-old girl and a janitor. A very a old, old of a soul classic. A janitor of a certain age. <laughs> we don't need to get into that. That's like oh, a no. Dickens we're all Look, we're all in our 50s. A janitor we're, of a certain age. <laughs> Everyone here is like 65, right? Guys like us, except for the young lady, guys like us in our 50s. Oh, oh yeah. No, we so weren't what? born in the 50s. No, I was born in the 70s, born so I'm 70. Born in the 50s. Oh, oh, is that a police song? The police. <laughs> yeah. How do you know that song? Because I know music, baby. <laughs> she knows all music, very few movies. <laughs> but every IMDb page. That's yeah. right, Daddy. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> What the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Body <laughs> switching. Body switching. We never got to it. Was it a body switch or was it an actual... It was neither a body switch or a nor job a body swap. grow. Was it a cop was it swap? A job swap? It was not a job swap either. It was a wife swap. Oh. Wife swap? Yes. You had a wife okay. swap with a janitor? Yes. And because it, it was, this was unheard of. The wife swap was so successful, we stayed that way. <laughs> oh, no. And so I had to, I had to get a new job. I, why I couldn't resign? you just why? Why could just because you were married to a different woman? Oh, now? this this wife, she no husband of hers is going to be a professor. Oh, interesting. At Harvard. Oh, I said it. Oh, so well, but you love her. Yeah, I love her. You love her. I love you, her, man. How long her? ago was this? This was going on uh, twenty five years ago. Oh wow! Yeah. You guys kiss and stuff. Oh yeah. What's your favorite position with her? Um, I like to do it standing up. <laughs> That's why we have no children. That's how, I mean, but that's how. Oh, yeah. If you stand up, you don't get pregnant. That's yeah. right. But that's your favorite position because you can't lay down. Uh, I can't lay down. Um, you shouldn't lay down. But I shouldn't. <laughs> how do you sleep? On my face. Okay. <laughs> By the way, Mike, didn't you undergo some sort of a Freaky Friday situation with Andrew Lloyd Webber once? <laughs> well, Freaky Friday, you could call it that. I did. Um, I did switch identities. A body switch or an identity switch? Well, what do you call it when you make some masonry fall on someone's head and then you dress up in their clothes and (laughs) pretend to be them? Weekend at Bonies. What is that called? Weekend at Bonies. No, that's what you're having with your grandmother. So you took over his identity. (laughs) Wait, Bernie was just a guy dressed up as Bernie? It's to be determined. Well, Reardon Reardon is presently weekend at Bernie-zine, her grandmother, who died in the home that they share. Natural causes. Natural causes. But but I need her to sign my school forms and stuff, so I use her hand to sign Mm. my forms. But it's your own handwriting. Okay, you Scott must have been texting. (laughs) Well, Hey, I'm no texter. It would seem to me... Uh, that uh, if you're going to impersonate an old person, you definitely want to master the the thin, spidery handwriting of the elderly. The shaky, every loop having several mini loops. Here's two things. If you're old, your handwriting gets shaky. If you're fat, your voice gets deeper. (laughs) That's two things right there. There's two things. Just two things I know. What's What's your favorite card? Tracy, in that your I have? collection. Yeah. Um, she collects cards. She collects cards. And I yeah, you got a card. Cards that they don't fold. Yeah, if they don't, don't if open. They open they, Non-folding cards. I got to make a limit on my collection. Yeah. But my favorite card is this business card I got from um, Witch Witch. <laughs> Witch Witch? Which Witch is it? Is that a sandwich Which Witch sandwiches. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You Witch know, Witch. 
Which witch? Which who, oak? <laughs> who gave you this business card? The manager? Yes. Now, are you, you're not saying rich, rich. No, right? it says sandwich is sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Sandwich, well, sandwich. Which sandwich? Sandwich, sandwich. No, it's, it's Jay Sandwich. No, it's guys, get it. The right. actor? If it's, Little Caesar was to start selling sandwiches, they would say sandwich, sandwich. He'd go, which, which. But <laughs> it's which sandwich, not is that the sandwich, noid? sandwich. Is it, no, that's I, uh, Little that's Caesar's. You gotta that's avoid Domino's. the noid. You gotta avoid the noid. You gotta avoid it. Oh, He's a prisk. I've been welcoming him. <laughs> what? So you've invited him in? Him. I've been seeking him out. Should well, that's I like, doing the wrong thing? That's like Avoid playing press, him. That's like press your luck, playing press your luck and screaming all, all the whammies, whammies, all whammies, right? That's how you play. Oh my God, avoid the noise, baby. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know about the noise? Because I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> You're wise beyond your years. I'm wise in the past. <laughs> <laughs> So, what is your favorite card? Why did this guy give you this business uh, card? And then I'll go next. <laughs> he was the manager. He had a business card. Um, what I love about it is it has a cartoon of a sandwich on it. And to me, it's so special. Okay. Is it like a caricature of a sandwich? It's like a joke picture of a sandwich. Like, what a sandwich would be like if it had a big nose? <laughs> Does the sandwich have a big nose? No, but like a caricature. Is it a deli sandwich? No, baby. It's a hot sandwich. Why do you make that? Because uh, he has big deli nose, deli sandwich. Is this an anti-Semitic sandwich shop? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. That's so rude. What if it, it was an uh, anti-Semitic sandwich shop called anti-Semitic? It was an Andy Sandberg sandwich. <laughs> oh, I bet you'd like to be in an anti Sandberg sandwich. Mm, two Andy Sandbergs humping me from each side? Okay. <laughs> Can you? <laughs> and they're both going Lonely Island. <laughs> Why would they say that? That's what they're saying. What if, how what if one said <laughs> Lonely Island? Lonely Planet. What? What? Just travel books. One Maybe one just, says Blue Planet. Blue Planet. The Dust planet, planet. Big Planet. Blue planet Money. <laughs> what if one says Digital Short? I don't think so. They're more like digital long, right? Mm-hmm. He could add that. Yep. Sure. <laughs> right. He's he's good on the fly like yeah, that. I I, let him do whatever he wants. <laughs> oh yeah. You know it's his party. I yeah. love digital longs. Yeah. <laughs> Movies? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Too long. <laughs> Too long for her blood. Yeah. For, Digital for her long butt. is a like uh, TV shows. Yeah. Digital shorts are right up your alley. They're right up my butt. Yep. <laughs> no. that's, right? that's what your alley is. <laughs> my goodness. Too so wh- where's that? On? Is it top of the pile for you? That's T-O-P? for sure. Top of the pile. That's yeah. where that card, you, do you sleep with, right uh, on top of that right card? right on top of I sleep on all my cards. Sure. Um, yeah. I took that for granted. <laughs> it's a given. Um, but, yeah. That's what Mike Tyson said when he saw his first wife. That's a given? Mm-hmm. Robin Givens. <laughs> yep. Then he clarified. <laughs> And then everyone said, oh, Mike Tyson, I understand you. Oh, you know who I love is Wabin from Howard Stern. You started oh. to talk like Mike Tyson. Robin, Robin Quivers. Quivers. I pity the fool. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that ear. <laughs> That's a B.A. Baraka situation. We talked That's, about that last know, week. What's interesting is you've been recently B.A. Barakas by Miss Listler. I didn't really know what she was saying. Yeah, no, she's saying she drugged you, kidnapped you, and kept you out of the city for a, a I, week. I knew that, but what's B.A. Barakas? Oh. Uh, well, you've read every IMDb page, so you yeah, must you, know. What do you, yeah, let me ask you this. What do you think it is? Ooh, I think yeah, it's like a, a man who looks like a barracuda. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like he used to be a barracuda and uh, became a person? Yeah, by a science by a science. By and a science. Saw by a science. One of the singular, a singular science. One of the Mr. Science. Miyagi. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Save it for you. Is that a sandwich shop as well? Mr. Miyagi sandwich shop? Yeah, they make only fish sandwiches. Here's what I would like. In the Mr. Miyagi sandwich shop, if he slices the sandwich you by gotta giving it a karate chop. And then oh, he puts it in that. wax on, wax off paper. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
And you have to wear a kimono. I wax on, you take wax off. Yep. That's what he says as he has a sandwich to you. He's very polite. Because you read rest in peace. You explain it in case you accidentally eat the sandwich with the wax paper. Wax on, you take the wax off, you eat it. Hey, hey, shut up. No, no, no. Mr. Mantoukas, excuse me. Do you think that that has happened where people bit into the wax paper? There's plenty of people who are given a sandwich in wax paper and think this is what I'm supposed to eat. Like I'm talking about paper for fun. Well, that's Reared a different in. thing, dear. That's a different thing. I'm talking about someone who's not, they don't have like a, a severe mental disability. They're like the lowest you can be intelligence-wise. Like a 98 IQ. Just a guy who's dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he like gets the sandwich and he's like, oh, this is an unusual looking sandwich. I've never yeah. seen one like this before, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm willing to try new things. Well, he's open-minded. He's very dumb, sure, but he's sure. open-minded. He's like, this sandwich has a weird skin on it. It's got yeah. a strange texture. It's got a skin dumb on top of it. Some people are open-minded because yeah. they don't know no better. Yeah. It's well, to it's- that guy, I think the sandwich is like eating the organs of the skin. You're like, you're biting through the skin like an orange to get yeah. to, the or- to the meaty goodness of the sandwich. The orange organs. You know, like, I don't eat the outside mm, of the orange, hot. but somebody might think they should. Somebody or the pineapple. Banana and be like, oh, what's this? And then exactly. bite into it. And they're like, the ins- you know what? I like the inside, but I don't like this outside bit. It hurts your mouth. No, you're thinking of a pineapple. What'd you say? A banana. I said pineapple. Oh, ah. Well, that's why pineapple. Okay. Yeah, let's all do it. Here we go. Banana. Oh, pineapple. Oh, oh man. Aren't you glad <laughs> that I didn't Wait. say anything at all? Try it again. <laughs> One, two, three. I don't pineapple. care. <laughs> now, that's very disrespectful. <laughs> oh, you're a scamp and a scoundrel. I don't care for you. Today, I want to fight. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> What's gotten into you? I don't know. I don't She's like... feisty. She used to be an introvert. No. Yeah, Last no. time you just wanted to go slow dancing to you uh, know what's different. a nice prom song. What's that? The dry hump. Oh, oh sure. she got the dry hump out I've been of it. Like it up. A sexual awakening is giving you like a real attitude. My maybe. flower burst. I thought that you took <laughs> it burst. Oh, gross. Not bloomed the blossom. Oh. I thought you turned the attitudes <laughs> off. Gross. During sex, I turn the attitudes off and the personalities on. I turn the lights off and the music way up. Whoa. And then I get at it. <laughs> Sexual wise. Oh boy. Who's what's your wife's name? Her name is June. Oh wow. You humper all night? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Do you guys have sex every night? Any other night? questions? Do you have sex, sex every, every night? night? Yeah. Every whether, single whether we want night? to or not. Whether you want to or not, because you have yeah. to because that's a healthy marriage is whether you want to or not, someone's gotta, gonna get it. You have to join life force. That's right. It was in our vows. It was. We, we vowed in front of God and everyone to have mm-hmm. sex every single After, night. After, to be fair, wait, let me ask you this, actually. Mm-hmm. Did you actually marry your wife? Or in the wife swap, did you just uh, like did you just get a new wife? Because you married another woman, technically. I, th- I thought that the wife swap would be we just go live there. Yeah. They, uh, we got in a van. Like the TV show Wife Swap. <laughs> yeah. It turns out this was not the televised version of Wife did, Swap. Is that what you thought was happening? <laughs> I, I assumed it was like, the TV 25 years ago, that show televised. was on the air. I kept saying, hey, when <laughs> do I sign a release? <laughs> this must be a TV show. <laughs> what, is it going to be on after Bonnie Miller? <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, in the van, a bag was put over my head and a marriage ceremony was performed. Oh. And then I got out of the van and uh, they said, this How'd is your kiss? new life. What's what van? An unmarked van. Oh. Why, why was the bag put over your head? Was it like a scarecrow situation, a Dr. Jonathan Crane? I Yeah, I think they were trying to make me into a supervillain okay. by putting a scary bag on my head. And okay. did it work? For a time. Oh. Yeah. Wait, for what a time was your I, power? For a time, I terrorized. 
<laughs> Boston? I terrorized Boston. That's Wait, right. you didn't terrorize them last year during oh, that marathon, did no. you? No. please. Okay, okay. Mr. Rock. Soon. I just wanted to be sure. Obviously, you, 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 your instincts are beyond reproach, but uh, please. <laughs> okay, I, well, I'm a bit of an investigator. Very, so. very rude. People will hurt, Scott. I, well, uh, he said he terrorized Boston. Those I mean, words I just, just mean people. one thing to me. And not with terrorism. I just scared people. <laughs> are you, were you the, because this is going back to, you said 25 years. Are you, were you the supervillain that Carl Yastrzemski uh, beat down with a baseball bat? <laughs> Carl Yastrzemski. He was a Red Sox player. Yeah. <laughs> like the late I mean, wait, yes. Was his bat? Wait, wait, yes. Now, did you here's s- the thing. Yes. <laughs> I, I got an invitation uh, to go to uh, a party. Uh, and they said Yaz will be there. Oh, yeah. I, of course, assume. Yaz mean bleep. No, Yaz, the, the, the birth band, control. The band Yaz, Allison the Moyer. Band Yaz, Allison Moyer. <laughs> I assumed there was going to be plenty Vince of birth Clark. control on hand. Yaz. Yep. And For what was the one you Vince said? Clark. Vince I Clark. I thought Vince Clark. From Clark Depeche Mode. And so um, I get there, and it's just Carl Yastrzemski, and he's got a bat, and he's uh, hitting it in his hand like that, and he goes, your reign of terror is over. And I said, how did you know it was me? And he said, you're wearing the bag. Oh. <laughs> so uh, not only did I not get to hear the dulcet tones of Allison Moyer. <laughs> <laughs> Upstairs at Eric's. I also ended up losing a kidney to oh. bat beating. That's gotta by hurt. Carl <laughs> What's on the back? My baby loves it. <laughs> All right. That one's on the back of two shirts. <laughs> <laughs> number eight. All right. Number eight is great. Yeah. It really was. It's a great episode. It's a great episode. Um,. And that's uh, all we have time for on this part two. Oh, Can you believe it? I can't. Scott, I can't. But we're going to be back. We're going to be back with uh, part three and part four. We'll be back next again, week. again someday. Oh, we'll next week. We'll be back. Oh, okay. Again. Yeah. That's sooner than I thought. <laughs> yeah. No need to couch it in someday. I anyway. thought it was some undetermined time in the future, but mm-hmm. you're saying next week. Um, so we're going to melt our snowman. Yeah, we're going to melt it into a puddle. <laughs> and then we'll- hopefully someone will put a hat on us. <laughs> All right, we'll see you on Monday for part three, where we count down seven, six, five, and four. We will be back then. Come back Monday. Don't be a Garfield. (laughs) We'll see you then. Thanks. Bye. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead Want to hear Earwolf Pilots before anybody else? We made a podcast feed just for you. Earwolf Presents is full of great stuff, like preview episodes for upcoming shows, peeks behind the paywall, and pilots for podcasts that haven't even been made yet. It's like getting to listen in behind the scenes here at Earwolf. Starting January 21st, Earwolf Presents will have a bunch of new pilots for you, like Edgar Montplacier's The Wokest. Catch conversations between the wokest man in the world and comedians like Reza Lachea. Also, hear upcoming pilots, The Florida Cast. Wow, you're Native American too? This Week in Sports and Carl Alarm all throughout the month. Let us know what you think of them with hashtag Earwolf Presents. Subscribe to Earwolf Presents to hear more great episodes from around the network and behind the paywall, like an episode of Drew Tarver's Strictly Business with Derek Contrera, or Act One of Matt Besser's punk musical, Stolen Idea. Just search for Earwolf Presents in your podcast app and subscribe so you don't miss an update. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
you ever have something that you're keeping close to the vest or the chest? If you're Christopher Nolan, he says that in one of the Batman movies twice. He doesn't say it, obviously. Look, this is something I just need to get off my chest. The fact that this bothers me. Anyway, we all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Well, therapy is a safe space to get these things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com bangbang today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash bangbang. 